Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we're back. We're back, motherfuckers! We haven't done a show in two weeks. Yeah, and I've been hearing nothing but shit from people, well, that's man. because I'm blaming everything on you. I saw that. I woke up one morning, and I had like 36 messages in my, like, uh, not in my primary uh, the messages, and all of them, I, I, I opened one, and it's some dude I don't know, and he's like, stop being a pussy and bring the podcast back, and I'm like, that's weird, and then I get another one. It's like, hey, man, are you going to keep being a pussy, and I was like, motherfucker, so I go through <laughs> I go through your, your fucking Instagram story, and I'm watching i'm watching i'm like no no he doesn't say and then at the very end you're showing the podcast studio and you're like and uh, tell miguel to stop being a pussy and uh bring the <laughs> podcast back i almost did it a couple times by myself i was just gonna say fuck it but then i just that would have been a seven hour podcast yeah it would have been the all six hours that we owe y'all an episode like the sixth hour you'd be like this brings me to age seven uh, <laughs> yeah. So Whenever you, we had so recently, so you guys know what's been going. on There's a lot going on. One, uh, we're going to talk to you about it, but we are now the kings of reggaeton videos. Uh, we're, we're we're deep in the game, man. Uh, another thing that's been going on is we've been talking again a lot with uh, Rebecca Chaplin, Eric. Whoa, Good, we're just going to throw it. We're just throwing it out there. Huh? Throwing it out there, man. Uh, Damn, you're just giving him the juice right out the rip. Let's let him know, you guys. This is why he we feels bad. He's going to like. All right, let's. Give I want him, him to know. Good. I want him to know where we've been for a while. These are my guilty. Confessions. Confessions. Uh, so we've been talking about Rebecca Chaplin, Eric Good, uh, Chris Smith, uh, the people who brought you Tiger King and the uh, the Fire Festival uh, uh, documentary for Netflix. And uh, you know, we, we we definitely you're definitely going to recognize some shit when you see Tiger King too. You're gonna recognize some shit. We got, and be we like, got confirmation. Confirmation. We didn't. I didn't want to be that person because I, you know, back in my younger days, I'd be like. You know, I would straight up just ask. I'd be that annoying person calling yeah. people like, yo, so what's up? Did, uh, did, did, did I make the cut? Yeah. And then we were like, hang out for six hours in our little meeting. We're like, hey, so, you know. Uh, Fuck it. Did we uh, Did we make the cut? Did we make the cut? And she's like, oh, yeah. Oh, she's like, she didn't just say yeah or I think so or maybe. She's oh, no, definitely. definitely and here's maybe. the thing. Hollywood ass motherfuckers never want to tell you definitely. No. They always want to be like, well, you know, there's a lot. You know, we definitely want you to be in it. Well, it's because they now have a collective interest in in, in this and me and, and everything going on. Yeah. So it would be in their best interest. And uh, to let you guys know, uh, Vice, uh, not only did they love filming with us on Members Weekend, but oh, they they're hot dicks got hard. It's like, oh, hey, guys, I've been here 20 years. Welcome back to the fucking parade. Yeah. Yeah, so their dicks got hard, and they've been hitting us up about some projects they want us to work on. And not uh, to mention, we have the A&E show with WWE. WWE. Sunday at uh, 10 p.m. on Sunday, May 30th. Yeah. Sunday, May 30th, which will actually be the day we'll be at Jenny Springs, but we're going to be leaving Jenny Springs for Memorial Day weekend, and then we're going to have a little viewing party for the gold member. So if you're a gold member... Uh, you can come over at eight o'clock on May thirtieth if you're if we're all still alive because we're yeah. we're gonna take people to the valleys of death. Jenny Springs, I I plan Memorial on Day weekend and coming back. If you've never been to Jenny Springs, it's uh, right outside of Gainesville, Florida, which is the home of the Gators, which is also home to fucking lots of hot ass college sluts and redneck ass hot sluts. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, this entire and hot campground area is privately owned, and 
it is the only like park I've ever been to in Florida that you can actually drink and not get arrested for it. Yeah. Not only can you not get arrested. You can punch a bobcat in the fucking face and go down the river with two coyotes and they'd be like, hell yeah, you paid your interest fee. Miguel, I saw, I've seen multiple people die there. You saw John get in a fight there. I've seen lots of shit. And I literally came to the aid and rescue of people. I think I've saved some lives. You said some people got ran over there that time. You told us that yeah. story. And they almost ran us over our entire campsite. And there was people dying in the fucking bushes and the trees. I thought it was mortars going off. And it was just, it was little baby pine trees getting snapped while a Ford Explorer <laughs> drove 45 miles an hour into it. While drunk bitches flew off the fucking roof. They're like, spring break! Girls have reached out to me and be like, hey, what should I bring to Ginny Springs? And I'm like... Fuck, man! If you if you have a couple a helmet, pints, yeah, a if you have a couple pints of your own blood, I definitely bring that jacket. Yeah, fucking yeah! It's a spring break in the woods, and they encourage you not to bring your children there, even though there's always that one reckless ass shitty parent. It's like, oh, you know, my kid, you know, he's fucking cool. You know? I don't know who's shittier parents. The parents who don't bring their kids anywhere or the parents who bring them to all the wrong shit. Yeah. You know, it's always a way a way in of who's shittier. The mom who's gone for seven weeks and then shows back up or the mom who's like, I took my kid with me to Jenny Springs and we went to fucking Woodstock 99. <laughs> During I lost our break, my baby there. During our break, it was Mother's Day. And on Instagram, I, I found out girls had mom or had children that I never even knew had fucking children. Oh my children. god! And the best part is when they post pictures of those kids, and you're like, "Damn, your kid's like three. They're like, "No, but that's the picture I have." You know? <laughs> oh, whoa, yeah. I know a lot of deadbeat dads, but I know a whole lot of shitty ass moms too. Yeah, we've had we've had girls living here. For multiple years. That we never knew had kids. And you're like, yeah, I got to go home and see my kid. I was like, what? Your like, kid? Your kid? Like, would you would you buy a kid from like Africa a or something? Goat? Yeah. On the back of a Cracker Jack box, I send you a fucking kid or some shit. The store drop by and drop you off a kid. Like, no, I have a kid. I was like, oh, that's that's what those stretch marks come from. We've had, yeah. We've had some scallies over here. Where, Confirmation. Where one day, uh, I just see them crying. And I was like, what's up? And she's like, my daughter's in the hospital. And I'm like, your fucking daughter. You're like, shut up, bitch. You ain't got no goddamn yeah. kid. I'm like, you, you want been sucking opiates? dick. You've been sucking dick for two years here. Yeah. I ain't seen you leave the house. No fucking idea they had a kid. Lying ass scallywags. There's other, there's other girls that I know that have kids that, uh, that, that like, like, so there's like a, 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 a way scallies do kids. There's girls that have kids, and it's like they party, and then they're always there with their kids, and then they party, and then they're always there with their kids. And I'm like, I get it. You balance it all out. You party when you party. You work when you work, and then you spend as much of the time with your kids. So there's girls that I look at like their Snap and their instant stuff, and I'm like, damn, how do they balance this? Because it's like they'll be back home, and you'll see them at like their kids' science fair. Yeah, I know. I know dudes who do cocaine on the weekends and uh, t-ball on fucking yeah, Monday afternoons. Yeah, and so there's that there's that group of people that I'm like that I'm in shock, and I'm like, how do you manage this? This is so. But like, I actually I'm have proud. more respect for them. Respect for them than the shitty parents. But they're shitty out parents that are just like 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 like. If I know if I if I've been kicking it with you for like a few weeks and I hear about your kids all the time and stuff like that, I don't judge you if you got to do your thing, make moves and make money and be around. I don't care if you got to suck a dick to pay the bills and, and buy fucking uh, school books. Hey, do what you got to do, girl. It's when I know you for nine months and I find out that you have a kid somewhere that and the best is when they when it's like who's taking care of and it's like oh you know my ex boyfriend and his and his girlfriend and I'm like it's not they're not even related to him. They're like, no, but, you know, the, the court said, I'm like, the court said strangers, strangers who don't want to fuck you anymore are better raising your kids than you. 
If Piper fucking shits in this damn podcast oh, studio, Piper, one guys, more you don't know. Time. I'm, I'm tired of everybody. Bad dog, get out of here, Piper. I'm tired of everybody talking about how adorable Piper is. Yes, oh, Piper is fucking adorable. Piper's a goddamn terrorist. I'm starting to think Piper did that shit for attention. I'm starting to think Piper killed Pac. Okay, yeah. like there, there's Piper. today, Chris and Steven probably picked up like 16 duty nuggets, petrified El, duty nuggets from El the Chapo dog. gave me a Down syndrome fucking pug that lost his its one eye. Yeah, and now it's fucking a terrorist. It's, if Piper could talk, Piper would be like, "Hey, Mike, Piper, do good today." You know, she'd have <laughs> fucking superhuman strength and fucking all that shit. She is pretty. She's pretty wild. She's a wild ass. But then sometimes though. she's real, real her cute, coat is cootie, beautiful cootie. though. My God, her coat is beautiful beautiful yeah but she's a shitty 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 creature um and that's because of uh let's be honest bad dog about, get out of here don't even listen some, to this podcast the, the get out of here scallies that don't raise their kids yeah now get i out don't here. know who's raised piper but it's nobody in this room or outside hey, i'm telling you that sprinkled down syndrome will set you back boy you try to you try to potty train a down syndrome pup, there's days i pull in here and piper's like laying by the fucking front entrance in the sun just doing her thing and i'm like nobody knows where you are do they piper no one has a fucking clue what you're doing no one cares Remember when you would get lost from your parents at a at a at a store and you'd have to like go to the counter like I lost my mom. Yeah. And they'd like, Hello, we're the mother of da da da, please come to cash her for Do you think your mom was embarrassed when that happened? Oh yeah. Because they're like, Oh my god, this bitch can't even take care of her kid. Yeah. And then you think about it too, like I remember like it was the last, last, last ditch to go to that front counter and be like Hey, you got to call my mom. Because a part of me is like, fuck, I'm going to catch an ass whooping. Uh, I'm going to catch an ass whooping for not being able to keep up for her while she was bra shopping. You saw a can of Cheetos. You got distracted. Yeah. Next, you know, you're like, oh, cookies. Yeah. I remember hanging out. So remember, remember meeting other kids in the store yeah. and just kind of wilding out in the toy aisle. And you're like, hey, this is my new toy aisle friend. Yep. I tell you what the worst was, too. Do you remember going to other people's house and spending the night, and they had rules that you didn't fucking understand because they were not rules that your family had? Yeah. I remember oh, yeah. going to places, and they were like, all right, everybody, got to come inside. It's 2 o'clock, and you know your mom doesn't want you outside. I'm like, what the fuck? The lights aren't even on. There aren't even bats outside yet. Yeah. Like, or I remember I went to a house, and all they drank at dinner was milk. And uh, at my house, here's the deal. And I know this probably, I don't know how parents feel about that. You got to have a soda at dinner time, and that was like the fucking thing that I loved. Because my dad liked soda. So my dad would be like, you know, and, and, and my mom would always pour. So you'd be like, God damn right, some American sugar, some corn syrup, and some bubbles like a fucking man. And I remember I told this family, it was my friend Andrew, which Andrew, I'm pretty sure Andrew was gay when I was a kid and didn't I didn't know, but I knew he loved unicorns and but shit. But when he sucked your dick, you found out, right? No, no, it was the way he kissed. But fucking, um... He, his house, I remember, I was sitting there, I was probably like 10 years old, maybe nine or some shit, uh, and, and just it was dinner time. hanging out with the blue whales. Yeah, just hanging out with, mm, and it was dinner time, and his parents were like, uh, what would you like to drink? And I was like, do you have any juice? Because I was like, all right, I, I knew the soda by then didn't happen at everybody's house. You know, I'd learned that one the hard way. And they were like, no, we don't drink juice at dinner here. They were like, it's milk or water. And I remember as a kid, you I was like, the chef, yeah, mom. as a kid, I was like, water, who fucking the fuck gringo drinks bitch. water when you're not outside? Give me my fucking De Jesus fucking yeah, soda, bitch. motherfucker. I want some grape-ass Shasta like a fucking man, you know? But there was other rules. I remember, uh, oh, God, this is a weird one. This one made me feel weird. I remember that uh, I went and stayed the night, and I don't remember whose friend, whose house it was, but it was like, 
it was one of those where I think my sister was spending the night at her friend's house, and I had to go too because they had like a little brother. Every syllable you spit out right now is giving me flashbacks. Yeah, well, I'm biting my tongue right well, now. Well, let me just bring this one up, and then I want you to take off with this because you remember we we went to the house and they were like, oh, no TV after like I think it was like after eight, and I was spending the night at their house. And it was like the night, it was Sunday, and the Simpsons were coming on. And I was like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? And I was telling him, I was like, hey, let's watch the Simpsons, and they won't know. And he was like, oh, we're not allowed to watch that in our house. And my mind was fucking blown. Because at like eight years old, man, I was watching Married with Children in living color with my mom and dad, just loving it and laughing. And and fucking, you'd go to people's houses, and you'd realize that some parents were like, we're like really, really parenting, and that sucked, you know. See, I was, I was uh, on both ends of the spectrum because my dad would we definitely know you're somewhere on the spectrum. Mike. Yes, exactly. <laughs> my dad would beat the fucking shit out of me if I even dared to play in the streets when the sun, when the streetlights came. Once on. it when came on, you had to that's fucking beat. Yeah, that's it. There was no iPhone, no yeah. alerts. You didn't call somebody, Mm-mm. text message. With no fucking GPS. We, we dreamed about GPS. Like, find something. Holy shit, this is the future. Where are the flying cars? Yeah. Well, my dad would be so conservative on shit. Like, I, the only time I was ever allowed out past 10 o'clock was at prom. Oh, you told me that. And I had yeah. to, like, come straight home. I made him a promise. But then this motherfucker bought, like... We had cable television. You made the prom promise to your dad, and it was, I'll be home at 10. Yeah. I had, I had to, like, sign a prom, prom promissory fucking thing. <laughs> Did you have a notary sign it? <laughs> I, had to, I had to literally go fucking uh, talk to Stone Cold Steve Austin and ask him if I could take his daughter. <laughs> this guy, I, he's, he wasn't Stone Cold Steve Austin, but he looked he looked more like Stone Cold Steve Austin than a Stone Cold Steve Austin looks like him. <laughs> and he owned a Texaco and fuck gas station. And he was one mean motherfucker, and he scared the shit out of me. And you had to go ask But he him, had sir? the sluttiest uh, stepdaughter. Yeah. This redheaded chick named Alex. I'm not going to say her last name. Mannion. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember I drove I drove from the town across. I drove to Kissimmee out of St. Cloud to, to go buy condoms because I thought it was, she was already like letting me but feel you her titties even, and but shit. But you weren't even down to fuck then. No, because I was like, oh, man, that's it. I'm going to lose my virginity at prom. Because you man. like that special shit. Yeah, so it was, it was all that romantic homo shit. You know, I was like, yeah, I built it all up like crazy in my head. You know, like some of y'all grown-ass adults around here still do it in your 30s and 40s, <laughs> you know. But once you start uh, realizing that shit's for the birds, yeah. Um, my dad would be doing shit. Like, he, he had, we had HBO like yeah. we were, the fir- I think we were the first motherfuckers in America that had cable television. <laughs> like it was like 1986, 87, 88, or some shit. And I was in, I was watching HBO. I was seeing titties at eight o'clock, nine. Eight o'clock at night, man, staying up as late as I could because I knew strong sexual content in the TV. Hell line. yeah, strong sexual content. Nudity wasn't shit. That meant I, it could be a dude's ass. Yeah, strong the, sexual content mean I was gonna see some bush. After they did the intro and it's yeah, and then it had like the HBO thing and it had the little like the the what was the HBO music like. Bum, bum, but oh, I can't remember. Yeah, the little lights and shit. They yeah. were turning sideways and shit. HBO intro. Well, bum, bum, I, it was bum, like bum, I felt like a lottery. Bum, I was in there doing this. Bum, like, all right, oh what we're gonna God. get? What we're gonna get? We're gonna get? We're gonna get strong? Seg- we're gonna get nudity? Oh, please get nudity. I, I got. Mean, I, I got. I got. Adult language. To it. Okay. I would get all to, right. I would get to the TV guide early in the day and just be looking through the night circling shit. Highlighting yeah, it. strong sexual. Okay, Miss Emmanuel. Let's see how the Orient is. Your you mom know? comes home. Oh, Miguel, why? Why is all of Telemundo's programming highlighted with this highlighter? Is she Irish now? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Just... Hey, Miguel, why are you watching all this Telemundo? The highlighted Irish. 
you know it's time to get the potatoes and go to sleep in the bathtub. <laughs> <You know? laughs> no, my dad, I remember being like telling people we had cable television, the whole goddamn neighborhood coming over and come looking at it. Like, what is this? <laughs> and then, then I didn't see this coming. We had the goddamn, we had Nintendo. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. We had Commodore 64. 64. Ooh. And then we went into Nintendo. And then, meanwhile, I was getting my ass beat the shit out of I ate too many Star Crunches at night. <laughs> it was like, it was just, they were just gaslighting you on this yeah, shit. Yeah, man. And, and what you're talking about, that's a whole conversation right there because I remember being like, damn, you get to like stay out and like, you know, do shit beyond the streetlights. They were like, yeah. And, but then they didn't have a Nintendo or HBO. So I was like, damn. And my dad, not only would we fucking watch these degenerate shows like Married with Children, yeah. we embraced it. Yeah. We had a thing called Hoagie Night. We were, he would, he would, <laughs> we would get pizza. Pizza. He would get pizza. Okay. It was, it was yeah. microwavable. But still, whatever. you got pizza. Oven right. pizza. It wasn't like no order shit. It was on a rich shit. It was like, yeah. you know, get, get a tombstone pizza or some shit. And we would watch The Simpsons, Married with Children. Beavis and Butthead, my dad fucking loved Beavis and Butthead. But if I ever played some fucking Tupac or flip out, oh no, I get fucking the ass kicked. You know, you were talking about uh, playing, you know, coming home when the street lights come on and everything. One of the coolest times for me, we moved into this neighborhood and, uh, on the sh- in the street, we we had a uh, we we were stationed in a base, and we actually had a two story like townhouse, which was cool. You know, it was like a little row house and stuff. Uh, where you walk in, you're at the living room, then go right up the stairs to the like the two bedrooms and stuff. But the coolest part was across the street from us was like a cul de sac. And so my mom was like, oh, when the sun goes down, you can still play in the cul-de-sac with all the kids. And I was like, oh, my fucking God. It was like 10 o'clock at night sometimes. And I'm still playing outside because my mom could see us from the window. And it was to me, I was like, this is the greatest move we've ever moved. I get to play with kids till like 10 o'clock. They had a basketball goal up there. Uh, People would just hang out and congregate. And I remember being like, holy shit. It's nighttime. I remember one time it was like midnight, but my mom was hanging out with the other moms. Everybody was out there. And I was like, I remember that midnight night to this day. I kept looking at the window like any minute, any minute. She's we're like playing manhunt. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. I'm out all night long like a fucking grown man. So there is. At three o'clock in the morning, my dad comes home wasted drunk and I hear the microwave. That's how I always knew. <laughs> y'all, y'all can Google this. I, when I first came to uh, Florida, I think, I, I, I think it was 88, 89. I was like eight or nine years old. And I lived in a neighborhood called Sky Lake South. And we lived in this little townhouse that all the like, houses were connected. They were like apartments, but they were... The row houses. They're all yeah. townhouses connected in one row. Yeah, a little one-story. I want us three-bedroom, two-bath, little fucking shitbox. And, and I knew it was a shitbox back then. You know when you're, when you're a when you kid, get older you know, and you go sucks, back to shit. Sucks. When you go back to it, and you're like, "Damn, this is way fucking smaller." I don't know yeah. if I can fit in the fucking house anymore if I went there today. <laughs> you have to walk sideways. Well, there was this fucking little storm drain. I remember there would be like these little rocks for runoff, and they had like they were like the gray sparkly ones. I think they had like granite or some shit, and we would start skipping them across the storm drain, and they would make sparks. And one day I was like, "Oh shit, damn, these motherfucking rocks could do some damage." I looked. They're like up. the train track rocks. Yeah, man. yeah. The train track rocks. There's a yeah. wow. You knew you took the words. No, the mind. train track rocks. Train yeah. track rocks. If you know, you know. Yeah. So I took these fucking rocks and I looked up and there was the street light and I said, "Oh, where motherfucker? It's time to meet your maker, you son of a bitch!" 
and I started fucking breaking the fucking the glass panel. It was like one of those, um, you know, when you go to like a, a horse uh, boarding place with a little lantern, a little black little As lantern. As we all do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> seen, maybe watch the Kentucky Derby, like those little fucking fancy little lanterns. I normally have like gas or whatever in it. Well, I fucking took these little fucking railroad rocks and started fucking throwing it away and i felt like a sniper boy <laughs> i fucking i didn't hit it obviously the first time it took me took me a couple throws and i may have accidentally hit a car too that was parked in the driveways behind it but uh i finally broke through to it and then that was the one day that i wasn't a test my test my push my luck yeah and i was like oh it looks like i broke the street lane <laughs> Oh, what are we gonna do now, <laughs> Daddy? When, gangster. When do we go home now? Yeah, Daddy? <laughs> there is huh? no street. You like? I just changed the game. So there I'm is the, no street. I'm in the like. driveway, uh, playing, doing statistic shit with my GI Joes. <laughs> Cobra's getting burnt with a lighter and shit. There may be some inappropriate sexual situation going on with Barbie in, in the dirt. If they took your GI Joes and a psychologist looked at them, they would have put you at a home quicker than oh, they ever did. For sure, I was like torturing them, and I remember I would talk shit with Barbie, like Barbie, like "Yo, I ain't fucking with you, little ass motherfuckers." And then the the GI Joes would team up on the Barbie. And I'm not gonna say anymore for other reasons. <laughs> the GI Joes would team up and fucking. Well, hey, hey, we won't, we won't go no further in that story. Let I was a young kid. You, I, I didn't know what was going on. Did Barbie ever want this? <laughs> she wanted it. She just didn't know it. <laughs> you Talking all that shit with that pink Corvette, bitch. Well, guess what? <laughs> Cobra, motherfucker. Your GI Joes had PTSD. They're like just sitting around smoking cigarettes. Like I did things uh, when we were fighting Cobra, and I know that they were the enemy. But I don't actually know if there was a bad guy because I was that bad guy too. <laughs> Speaking of bad guys, I'm you do you remember when you're a kid and you first get your first taste of like, whoa, this is a fucked up world and this ties in. I remember one day I was playing and one of these little fucking kids all right he was puerto rican whatever yeah whatever, whatever. i i saw you holding back thinking in your eyes is it racist if i say he's puerto rican yeah, no he was like puerto for rican. a minute you just pause like is it racist if i no, it's not racist to name the ethnicity of a person so and he says hey i'm thirsty can you get me something to drink and i go oh okay he's an older kid yeah i go inside to get him some water i come back out i don't see him and all my gi joes are gone mother Fucker. And I'm pretty sure he stole me and my sister's fucking bike. Motherfucker. I, but I can't prove that bike's been gone for a long time. But that was my first taste of evil. I'm like, whoa, people steal <laughs> shit? Your G.I. Joe's, your your bike ain't your bike ain't safe. You better you better hold it down, better lock it down. A kid took my uh I had a night rider little what do they call the three wheel uh trikes yeah but it was the plastic ones like even the wheels were plastic you know oh, okay. like it was yeah, like those are fun those you can drift in those and yeah yeah and and a kid i was riding it and he did the whole let me ride it and inside you know you don't want to let him ride it it's your nature telling you don't do it Miguel. Yeah. don't do it and he's like let me ride it let me ride it let me ride it don't and finally it, and finally it. i was like okay but you can't he's like yeah yeah, yeah i'm just gonna go down the block and he went it, down and they turned the corner no. And then I just sat there for a while, like longer than I should have just sat there waiting, and nothing. And I was crying. I was probably like seven years old. I was crying, and I went down the corner, and he was gone, and I wasn't allowed to go past like the corner and walk around, so I didn't know where he was going to be or out, anything. Out of boundaries, cannot yeah. go past his block. And and by the grace of God, he got hit by a car. No, oh, that'd have been way cooler. Got sickle cell. No, uh, <laughs> by oh, the he grace- was black. 
Wow, that's presumptuous. But hey, yes. I, hey, okay. Yes. <laughs> but no, but, I named my race. You yeah, got to name your race, he boy. Was, he was black. So uh, we were victimized by but, other minorities. Okay, I yes, feel you. But his sister comes back with him, and I'm crying, and she was like, "Is this yours?" And I was like, yeah. And but she was also mean to me, like you know, all, like treat me like an asshole. She's like, is this yours? That's the best. And I was the like, worst. yeah. An and, asshole is doing doing what's right. Yeah. Got an attitude. And she gave it to me. She was like, here. And she took him. And she was like, mama, go fuck you up. Blah 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 blah. And you know what's funny? When I think about this story, she's 27. I bet she was 12. You know, but in my head, she was like a fucking grown-up bringing me back my toy. She was so pissed at her brother for stealing it that she was like, had no sympathy for me because she was just pissed at him. But I'm telling you, in my mind, I think of this 27-year-old grown-ass woman. The same way. She's probably fucking 11, not even 12. Someone's listening to this podcast right now being like, thank God they're back. And oh my God, I feel the same way. When you think about people in your your childhood memories, they were like 12. Yeah. And you were like five yeah but in in your mind they were like 30 yeah they were grown ass why people. is it that why is it what's I, I don't that, know. what is that perception and in, in reality yeah, i in think your it's mind? the perception of how much authority they had compared to you you know like they're using the phone they're doing i remember we had babysitters that used to watch us and uh, uh they would adjust the ac and i would freak out because it's like my dad's gonna fucking flip and she'd be like i'm just gonna make it cooler in here whatever whatever and i'm just like fucking christ you don't understand lady you don't understand he's gonna fucking freak don't you see the line he drew a line on it he can't go past the line oh man Oh man! We had the wax pen line on the fucking AC unit on the. Your thermostat. dad's got it initialed and shit with oh, a tape over it, dude. And fucking and and if you moved it past the line, you were just asking for an ass whooping. And I remember, I remember when when we used to get babysitters because you'd get babysat by somebody you don't fucking know, and it's like a friend of your parents' kid. Or nobody really knows who the fuck this kid is. Oh, you, imagine the eighties and the nineties too. They're like. Hey, yo, Tony, uh, how old is your daughter? Yeah. She, oh, she's eight? Yeah, hey, listen, I got a five-year-old. Hey, yeah. hey, how, about, how, about, how, about I, how about I order a fucking pizza, get That's a blockbuster, it. and yeah. we call the night. Let's listen, go out and do some cocaine. Me, me and the wife are going to do some coke and get drunk, and I need somebody just a little older than my kid so that if wow. a fire happens, they can recognize the signs of a fire because my kid's a fucking idiot. I remember waking up the, the next morning, and me and my sister would walk around the trailer and I just remember, like, I always wonder what my sister remembers what, to what I remember. And some things I don't bring up. Yeah. But I'm like, a couple of times I've asked my sister, I was like, hey, man, you uh, remember seeing those razor blades and those mirrors and shit? <laughs> and like, the chalky shit? Like, do you, do you remember? And she didn't remember, but I did remember it. And I also remembered the shish kebabs, the steaks, the little yeah. sticks. I knew that it was going down like fucking Bobby Brown. When you saw those shish kebabs? When, when the shish kebabs and, and the, razor, the little razor blades and the mirrors were everywhere. And I knew that there was a party and, and they were, you know, they were getting down, getting down. Get down on it. And they, they were always so nice, but they would rush you to your room. Like, all right, time to go to bed. Time to go. And you're like, there's they're blaring fucking Led Zeppelin outside. <laughs> I can fucking feel it through like the cardboard trailer park walls. Bring it back. Bring it back. Did yeah. you did you have a babysitters that you liked? I remember. Oh, I was trying to fuck a couple of mine, and I didn't even know what fucking was. I just knew I was wanting to fuck them. I had two babysitters. I love that, you, bitch. There were two sisters, Lisa and Dina Hernandez. They were fucking cool as shit. They were probably Damn, you said first and last name. Oh, because yeah, they were they were friends of our family. They were the Hernandezes okay. were friends of ours, and their daughters used to watch us. And it was just like when they babysitted us, it was like. 
our me and my sister's cooler older sisters came to baby because they were just like what do you guys want to do like oh you want to play gi joe's in this room you play gi joe's melinda get your barbies ready we're gonna play barbies and then what would happen is for like an hour and a half they would they would be the shit slide for us, of the hand and then all of a sudden they'd be on the phone with like some dude for the rest of the night oh yeah and i'm like can we maybe uh play some more gi joe's and like oh, oh in a little bit and i'm like okay Okay. Even if <laughs> like, the guy was trying to fuck them, was probably like, yo, listen, girl, all you got to do is give them what they want. Yeah. Distract the motherfucker. I'll slide over them fucking real quick, come to the window, and I'll be right out. There was another babysitter we had, uh, Connie, and I don't remember much about her. She was like one of my mom's friends. She was probably like 19 or 20. She was a she was like a, a younger friend of theirs, and she was so crazy. She like, we did Bloody Mary in the mirror, and then like, she she would be the one who would freak us out with shit. She's like, you guys ever do Bloody Mary? And I'm, I do it like all the time. I'm a fucking grown up, but what is it? And she's like, look in the mirror when it's dark yep, and, same and, shit. and she did it and then when i opened the door she was standing there with this like creepy face and i didn't make a sound and she was like you're so tough but my my butthole puckered i, I braced for when she did it i freaked out i just made no sound and she was like oh you're so tough mikey they just call me mikey too and then she put me to bed and i was like oh fucking god oh fucking god oh fucking god <laughs> man i i had I had the first kiss I ever got was like, I was like four or five years old, and uh, her name was Vicky, and she was my babysitter. And I remember because the, the the trailer had these like really thin thin doors. It was like basically hollow. Yeah. And uh, I remember her like put, and I remember the door handle was like shitty plastic. It was yeah. Like, and then the, it had a little pinhole. Yeah. That you could shove like a, a Bobby, like, like uh, a Bobby pin in there, Bobby pin yeah. in there, and fucking MacGyver it open. And I remember her trapping me behind the door and putting her hands up against the wall and it's like come here i'm gonna show you something and this bitch kissed me right on the lips and that's when i knew i belonged to the streets miguel all <laughs> your sexual assault stories are so beautiful yeah i mean <laughs> i don't even know if she was 18 so it might have been legit i don't she know she was probably seven <laughs> i mean i felt like she was like around like 13 14 and i was like four or five i don't know I had a, when I lived in Oklahoma, I lived in Lawton, Oklahoma. I was, a, I was a young lad. We were stationed out there in Fort Sill. And we had this old lady, Miss Wanda, and her husband, Mr. Jack. And they lived next door to us. And they had rabbits, and he collected rocks. He was like a real Oklahoma-ass man, you know? Yeah. And I remember they used to babysit us. And he would, he would basically tell me all about, like, old Oklahoma and stuff. And... I remember. I, I still remember. I mean, I, I, they're they're dead now. That I think about it, they're dead because they're. Come on, my guy. Let's hit those those hills over those gold over there. But that's how he would be. He would tell me like these stories about how like, and then the Johnson brothers hid all their gold somewhere in those hills and blah blah blah. And to me, whenever I think of Miss Wanda and Mister Jack, it has that like Goonies style memory to me because I would sit there with him in the backyard. And he'd be like, out there in Mount Scott, they say that the Indian, you know, blah 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 blah. blah. And I was like, this motherfucker knows every. He could have been lying about anything to me, but the entertainment value was You're so good. You're giving me too many flashbacks right now yeah man and miss and, and the thing is they're dead now i know it because they were probably like 70 years old when i was a fucking kid you know what i'm saying yeah, there's no way they're alive. there's no way they're alive like but 130 yeah but he um he, he used to have strawberries and he would he would make the he would take like toy snakes and put them on these little like wind up toys things in the morning and just and so the snake would move around because the crows wouldn't fuck with his strawberries if they saw the little toy snake moving around 
And I mean, he'd just be like, you know, I'd be in his backyard, we'd be drinking lemonade. He's like, wind the snake up now. And I was like, fucking this life. This is the life. And, uh, but I think I don't know anything about Mr. Jack or Mr. Wanda other than, or Miss Wanda other than my experience with them. So what if I like Googled them, found them and everything, found out, you're like, they're talking about Navajo Jack. He robbed 72 banks and killed 14 women. Would that change my perception of him? You know what I'm saying? Because I don't think it would. Because, the, like, I couldn't find it's like out. like Con Air yeah. when uh, the, the, the fucking psycho. Yeah, he's like a nice guy. Yeah. Playing tea with that little girl in the just, desert. And just has a blast with her. But I've always wondered. I was like, Miss Wanda and Mr. Jack, I held them in such a high pedestal in my mind. Could I find out anything about them that would fuck me up? And I don't know because sometimes it's not about what people you know i don't know and, and i'm saying this hypothetical because i there's no evidence they did anything but i'm just saying sometimes there's nothing that could you could find out about a person that would change how you perceive them because the impact they had on you uh, that's a good that's a good statement because i believe that we meet people in life and we knew them for something different in a different situation and and sometimes that negative side of them doesn't cross your path right. with your interaction with them. It's like if you work with somebody and you think they're the, the fucking greatest person in the world, but little do you know, he's like going home beating the shit of his wife. Yeah. He's a fucking scumbag. And That's why so many you know. people are like, you kidding me? That guy was a serial killer. He was the nicest fucking tenant I ever had. Oh, old Bobby fucking, he, he skinned how many women down yeah. on the basement? Oh, wow. Tell me old butthole Wayne was killing girls? No oh, way. Oh, no way. Wayne was my favorite. Yeah. I, we used to fucking uh, we used to go down bowling bowling league together. It's weird though because he sewed a lot, um, and uh, I think he had skin pallets in his house once. But I just thought that was like deer hide. Man, it was probably so much more easier to kill people back in the day. Oh, you know it was. Like I, I can't believe serial killers didn't really start getting hot until the sixties. Because you think about it, like the year five would have been the time to just do it. You know, in the nineteen hundreds, being a serial killer, it probably was just never crossed anybody's mind because life was so fucking hard. But you know, like you Jack know what, the Ripper came out, everybody was like mind blown. You know, what just crossed my mind as you said that. What's that? That you know, mathematically, statistically, someone who has is listening to this podcast has killed somebody. Oh yeah. And there might be an odd there might be Yeah dude. there might be uh, there might be a chance and then it never they never someone's getting nervous right now. They're sweating. Chef's right in the room. Like okay. someone's someone who's listening to this may have killed someone and got away with it and they live with everyday fear. I think they're all point they're all pointing to Chris happens. right now guys and let me tell you this much. I think if Chris killed somebody and got away with it, it wouldn't be enough for him. He'd be like, got away with it. <sighs> they need to know. <laughs> like He'd turn himself in, just walk into the station. Hello? I'm a little tired of uh, the fact that you guys haven't tracked this down, but show me. Let me show you right here on the map. You know Tracy Jean you found in Arkansas? Put this map over it. And they're like, oh, my God. He's like, yeah. I remember hearing a statistic not too long ago, but I'm, I don't want to even try to butcher the... The, the actual if Steven facts. killed a girl, he'd still be crying over it. <laughs> yeah. You you know, like, uh, they say that there's X amount of unsolved murders in just America alone. And and I'm not saying this to to offend any of our audience. One of our audience is a murderer. One of our audience. You know we got a lot of truckers listening to this shit. Oh, you know it. What up, Terrell? You know. And, <laughs> and you know that... They have gotten away statistically a lot, a lot away with crimes because they would be in different state lines. Just moving, and you can't connect Bob Smith 
with fucking yeah. little To all our truckers listening Carol. on Facebook, if any of you guys have killed someone, uh, hit us up. Let us know. You know? Shoot Miguel a DM. <laughs> yeah. The locate, me? drop the pen of the body. <laughs> yeah. And it'll be left anonymous. Yeah. Yeah. I won't tell anybody at all, ever. I swear. How do, how do you think if someone deals with... Um, I'm actually uncomfortable because I know there's there's no way that the thousands upon thousands of people listen to this. Here's the thing. There's got to be a kill. There's got to be a serial killer amongst at, Someone us. who's partied at your house yeah. has killed. And I'm not talking about like accidentally. I'm talking about like someone probably did some cold-blooded shit. Yeah. Because they say all them crazy serial killers and shit. They, uh, you know. They, Which one of our members do you think has serial killed somebody? Well, they used to always think it's the quiet ones, and then, then 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 they say now it's like the ones that you least expect. They're like in the open, they're hanging out yeah. and shit. And there was some um, some fact of what I read on Instagram, some some meme that there was a cop that he worked, you know, Monday through Friday, like nine to five, yeah. or whatever. But at night he would go out and kill people, and then he would actually be there like investigating <laughs> the fucking bodies, and he was the one who did it the whole time, and he I got bet, away with it forever. I bet, I bet it's Bud. I bet Bud's done some killing. And that's why he's got a psychological thing because he's murdered so many people. That's why he's walking all weird because it's just all the weight of it psychologically on it. And that, Rex knows about it. That's why he has that garden. And he's like, every time Bud brings one home, I got to bury him in my duck pond. <laughs> uh, you know what was weird is um, back at Soscal 7 across the highway, there was a murder, and it's like a. I think it. I think the case just uh, like had a verdict and trial in Alcala County that someone had killed their mom or something and buried her in the backyard. It was like right next to our old house. Earlier, we were googling American Pickers, and we made an accidental mistake. A guy with the same name as the host of American Pickers was convicted of murdering his wife and kids. And for a moment, when Stephen brought it up. There was nothing about me that thought that was weird other than we didn't know about it. But I was like, oh, yeah, those drifter-ass pickers. What's, yeah. what's the most years on the other side of this? You always read every now and then. It happens more now than ever because, you know, uh, you can't get away with a lot of shit now because of DNA and videos and, and this and that. And people be talking and communicating. You can, you, If you actually try. I feel like back in the 80s and 90s, if you were trying to really get hold of the FBI, you wouldn't know how to actually do it. Yeah, I wouldn't it. know what to do. I'd have to call the cops and be like, do you have a line to the FBI? Yeah, now you can just like DM their official Instagram with <laughs> yeah. the blue check mark. Tag them. Hey, yeah. FBI. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm hashtag killed her. Yeah, and... um. Think about like you know. What my mom said once though. This is funny. We were watching one of those like true crime mafia shows, and they were talking about how like uh, nowadays these wise guys snitch on each other all the time because they don't want to do like big years. And just out of nowhere, my mom's like coming out of the kitchen washing dishes, and they're like, most of the time these mafia dons flip on each other. And she goes, not like the old days. And just watching, I was like, what the fuck were you involved in? That my mom's just sh- washing a dish like. You, you hear about like. Um I remember back in the day, there was a couple of Oprah episodes where, like, my mom was like, "Oh my god!" Oprah used to be fire. That show, yeah. Donahue, fucking Oprah, that was fire. Oprah would be like, "On today's show, we have Bob. Bob is living seven lives. He's married to seven different women, and and none of them know it." I'm like, "Hold on, what? Yeah, how is that physically possible? You'd be exhausted. You know how many yards you're cutting? You know, just fucking how many spiders you kill a fucking week? Yeah, like how the fuck." How many blowjobs you're not getting because you're married to seven women? Can you just imagine the shit you could get away? You could be whoever you wanted back in the day. No one, if you were the first one to Photoshop things and get good at it, 
You could be forging all kinds yeah. of documents. Someone, someone out there got away with making a whole lot of money by uh, counterfeiting before yeah. it got caught. I, I watched a, I watched a documentary on this on this man and woman who went missing in this like Utah State Park. Uh, I could be wrong about the state, but they went missing in the state park, and there was a cop who was working it, but he but he passed it over to. Uh, the federal agency because it was a state park so it was, or, or it was a, a federal federal park so the feds were working it but the cop always just kept an interest in the case because he's just you know it was part of his area it's always that one guy so he's working the case his own self just for like his own ideas for like 15 years and he's pretty sure that the husband killed the wife and disappeared but by the end of the documentary you find out no the wife killed the husband and disappeared and she just straight up changed her hair and just went to, this was like 1985 it started. She just went to the DMV and got a new license by giving them another name and boom. Who do you think the first guy was to call the police on their wife and, and then she actually got arrested? There's got to be a guy, like a guy. Who was getting like beat up? Yeah, and he had to call the police and then she, he was the first. And you know the cops came in that house and they were like. What a pussy. Yeah, this fucking, hey real quick man, if you want to sign this form, I don't know if your name is Cocksucker McGee or little bitch ass Johnson. But uh, getting beat up by your wife? Like, what the fuck? Could you? Could Did you, she make the sandwiches too fast or something? You know, you know that there was this one moment. This guy's like, "I'm tired of it. Yeah, I'm calling the police, Sarah. You're going down." She's like, "Yeah, right, you bitch. I'm a woman. Damn, yeah. arrest me." And in that one moment, some guy's like, "All right, I you, feel your pain, brother." You know, the two officers had to have a huddle. Hold on, real quick. What the fuck are we supposed to do about this? Is it even a like, crime? Oh, yo, Tony, hey, listen. Yeah. Check this out. Oh, Bob over here says his bitch laid hands on him. Hey, Bob, I'm quick. not buying it. Hey, Bob, you want to just punch her back right now? You oh, don't. Oh, you know that shit happened. Oh, yeah. Back in the 50s and 60s, you know they're like, all right, so how many times did it hit you? Oh, only four? All right, whatever. Call today. Hey, listen, get a hotel or something. Go stay with, yeah. your, co- go stay with your cousin and, and then come back in the morning. And let me ask you a question, miss. What did you do to deserve it? Yeah, you know, like old cops. I bet you, like even now, domestic violence is a hard one because cops come in there and they're like, oh, you know. And some of them do a really good job. I'm not knocking everything, but can you imagine domestic violence calling the '50s when you're like, my husband punched me, and they're like, oh, your husband? Okay. Now you want to call your father or something? You know, like I don't know. So you got you got brothers you want to call about this because this isn't really a police issue. Like. uh I don't know what to do here. Did he did he punch you with some stolen shit on or something? Because other than that, this is kind of a you know it's a domestic issue, so you should kind of take care of it. Maybe your landlord or or somebody else around here. But you know, do the firemen deal with this? But I can't imagine cops like back in like 1950. That's the funny thing when you when people try to tell you like I just I I remember back in the day when 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 things were better. And I'm like, what, when was this things were better? Because they think Leave It the Beaver, the show, was the times. And they're like, you know, the 1950s. I'm like, oh, the 1950s where gays got locked up for being gay. Black people were getting hosed by fucking the fire department and police for just trying to read books, vote, and eat. Women were getting the shit beat out of them. The mob owned fucking New York. Like, what was this golden fucking era you talking about, you know? Did you know that the Menendez brothers are on in the background of a basketball card? That's wild. Courtside? Courtside. Fuck yeah. Of a fucking... um, Tops Fleer? What do we got? It's an NBA hoops card uh, of Mark Jackson. And they're literally just... Eric and Lyle Menendez. Sitting courtside. And uh, I I came across this and I was just like, wow, how fucking crazy is that? You want to know how fucking crazy it was? I remember in Living Color did a sketch 
with the Menendez brothers, and it was basically like risky business. And they came in sliding in with shotguns to that uh, that, that old time rock and roll song, blowing their parents away. And this is like three months after it happened, and me and my dad are like, "This is fucking gold." <laughs> First of all, I don't think you get the I don't think you get the right to kill your fucking parents if you were sitting courtside. Anything you spoiled <laughs> shits. You deserve those beatings. What did they do? Did they fuck them or what? I don't think they did anything. They were just if they didn't rich. fuck you. You don't get to kill them. Yeah, they were just rich, spoiled assholes. I think, man. They're like, "Fuck it, we're gonna take dad's bins and blow his brains." Yeah, fucking Menendez brothers. I wonder how they're doing. Are they still in prison? I don't know, man. I feel like I bet you, I'm I feel, I, courtside. I feel like I feel like if you did some crimes back in the day, you're still in prison. But if you did a crime like 20 years ago, you're like you've been out. You're like yeah. reformed and shit. Yeah, you're like good to go. Like if they got you in the 80s, you're fucking you're in. If they got you in 95, it's like hey, get this guy out of here. I saw this one uh, little factoid meme thing on Instagram where it was like uh, this guy had got arrested for something for some crazy heinous like murder charge and he had life and there was like a clerical error and he got released he went out got a job got a wife had kids had like a a family a home and like completely reformed himself and then they're like hey oh by the way uh you gotta go back to prison we've made a mistake hey bro years and years later so what's the statute what's what's the, the statute of limitations on certain crimes on in your mind like, I know murder, there's no statute of limitations. Uh, some states have no statute of limitations on rape. Some states do. Uh, some states are trying to get no statute of limitations on child molesting because it usually takes so long for kids to come out and say it happened, and then these guys get in the clear. But I would say something like car theft better be a fucking year. Like, and as much as I want the guy who, if she stole my car, I want him to go to jail, it better not be, you better not be doing time 10 years later for stealing a car, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of crimes where I'm like, now it's just like a pride issue. Like the the, the FBI is still looking for DVD Cooper, and they're trying to find out. Like, yeah, they're still actively. Well, at least the show I saw. I don't know. Here's if the thing. Active thing. I you know like Don't I said, quote if me, you guys. steal if you steal like my car, I want you to be prosecuted. But but also, I wish there was like a prison for car theft bullshit. I wish there was like a murder prison. And then, like, uh, hey, this guy's going to be doing three years and getting out because he stole your car. Because here's the deal. When you go to prison, you got to keep up with the baddest motherfuckers in there. It ain't, you know, and, and, and I know it's not the movies and everything. People, people do their time and just do their time. But there's still so much shit you got to be around. Yeah. We did a podcast once where we talked about in the very beginning where we would go to prison, where we would like to go to prison. We were both talking about, like, Norway. If we had to go to prison, we want to go to, like, those Dutch prisons. And, and Let me ask like you this. That. What is the longest amount of time that you would do before you would kill yourself if you had the option? What's the most years you're doing and you're like, and you got a magic like Adolf Hitler pill and you're just going to fucking swallow it or some shit. Man. Even I, though he escaped and lived in Argentina yeah. and the rest of his life, whatever. No big deal. Good meme. I, um. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I, I, I bet I'm not as tough as I think I am in my mind. That's the crazy thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I got life in prison, how long could I do? Life, I'm killing myself off the That's what I'm saying. But how long would you be able to go before you killed yourself? Well, I think I would want to make peace with things in my mind. Because that's all it really is, is in your mind. Because if I got, like, 20 years, I don't know. There's still a fucking hope. Maybe, I, maybe I'd keep going. 
But if I got life, man, fuck. But let's say let's let's say there's no chance of you getting getting like, out. Paroled. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm like saying. Like you're saying, no, this is fantasy world. Yeah, talk, there's okay? just no chance. No chance. How long do I do? How long do I do before I just fucking end it? Well, what's the longest amount of time you do before like, nah, kill me? <sighs> All right, let me start right here. Yeah, I mean, it's a All good right, question, Mike. Five years. Five. You kill yourself? No, no. Ten. No, but now I'm getting there, bro, where I'm like, how much? 15 years. And I know there's no parole. Like, I know. No, you're not getting out. You got to do 15 years, hard time, real time, no good behavior, no fucking short sentence. What is the most time you're going to I bet do? you it's getting around there. It's around that point, bro. So 20 years, 20 or more, you're, you're, pulling, the, you're pulling the plug? At this age, I bet if I got 20 or more, <sighs> Because I know there's no, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's not like I got 20 and I'm getting out. Well, I think this is the know? real question. The real question is this. Let's say, let's say you're 40, right? Yeah. 20 years will put you at 60. But I'm not getting out anyway. You know, so that's the big thing. That's the, that's the reason why I'm thinking at 20 years, no, oh, I'm not right. going to get out. Because I, I was thinking if you got out. That's why. If I could get out. I got out, five more, 10 more years right, of right. life. Is it worth staying in? Right. But, but no, we're not getting out. So I'm thinking like around the 20 mark, man. I'm just What about like, you guys? Jeff, Chris, Steven? 25 You're doing 25 years. before you pull the plug? Yeah. Motherfucker, I see you almost pull the plug with Good Charlotte. <laughs> uh, music, music videos. I saw razor blades in your hand in the bathtub on less. I don't know if you're doing 25, but hey, Chris? Uh, I'd say Human years. 15, 15. Yeah. See, Jeff. That's a- Jeff, Jeff, homie, hear me out. Jeff, we already laid no the bed, goddamn yeah. question out here's for the you. Thing. No, you don't get your own nice bed. You don't get any body wash. No body wash. No blowies from random You're not scallies. talking to your mom on fucking collect calls. Yeah, Jeff, I'm giving you 36 hours. 36, <laughs> and, and, and you're being held on a bond where you can bond out and you're probably going to do a year. And I'm still saying that Jeff is like, oh, time to see what the next life is like. What do you? What's the worst prison situation you've ever heard of because i've heard of like a guy who went to jail on like a traffic ticket or something but then when he got in there he got in a fight and then the guy went up dying and he's doing life or some shit like what's the worst other than like i mean which happens a lot a guy being wrongfully uh accused and convicted and gets sentenced to death What's what's the craziest worst case scenario you've ever heard of? I watched the guy on on, on one of these um, uh, when they used to come. Did they ever come to your school? Like we used to have the inmates come to our school, like almost scared straight every now and then. I didn't, but I I got scared straight pretty fast a well, couple times. I watched the guy tell us a story about how he got raped in prison, and while he was raping, while he was being raped, he uh, he used a shank that he had. And so he didn't get charged with killing this dude, but he still got charged with, uh, you know, possessing contraband. Uh, they didn't get a murder charge because, you know, he was getting raped. And so he used the thing, but he got a contraband charge and that added to his already sentence. So that gave him like another 10 years. And I just, for me, I was just like, oh my God, are you telling me you're in prison for 20 years? And some dude tries to rape you. You fight him off. You have a shank. You kill him. They don't charge him with murder because, you know, he was defending himself. But the contraband, the shank, carried 10 years. That's bullshit. And it's like, fuck. I think that I just saw something a couple weeks ago that a guy had just got released after doing 43 fucking years, wrongly convicted, DNA released him. Like, there's, there's some guy on death row right now that doesn't have the fortitude. He's been broken as a man. His spirit is gone. 
and he doesn't know to like file this one piece of paperwork to like hey have my case review the dna or some shit and they won't review the dna in a lot of them like they'll just be like no that's what sucks man they're just like no we can't put resources there is so many fucking situations like that and i'm not turning this podcast episode into prison reform but y'all we gotta change something man because when you got x amount of jails and prison owned by x amount of people yeah and then you got you know barker industries making all this money on soaps and fucking that's how I am with, with that's how I am with things I even agree on. Like like you know I'm I'm a big proponent of yo we need the Second Amendment, but I'm always cool with being like, but I'm down for us to talk about if some things need to change. Because I mean any of these rules we came up with in the beginning of our country, I'm down to talk about. Is there an interpretation to it that needs to change? But I'm not quick to be like, let's just scrap it. I'll tell you, you know? one of the biggest things is uh, privatizing. Uh, paroles yeah and and probations because it's a money machine now you have a, a third party business that is a business that is it in their best interest to have a client which means that you're on paper and a lot of people know once you get in the system you just kind of you kind of lose hope you kind of yeah. get lazy you're like oh you don't see light in the tunnel you're like oh fuck and there are people that are going back to jail because they didn't have the money to pay off a court fine remember and I, I know it still exists but remember like the california three strikes policy where it's just yeah. like three strikes and you're doing life like what the fuck See, hold on hey i have a i have a crazy loophole like fantasy law that i think should be invented What's that? that should be in, enforced so when you become a convicted felon you're not allowed to possess or own or be in, in a home or dwelling with a firearm but i think that's kind of i get it especially if it's a violent crime yeah. you know you don't want fucking old tony fucking yeah you know fucking killing a couple more people i get it but um, I think if they get caught in possession of a firearm and it is in the process of self-defense, then I think it should be canceled out. Yeah, I think so. So basically, too. everyone should hide a gun on them, whether you're not allowed to or not. But if you have to pull it in self-defense and you can prove that it's self-defense, then cool. I don't care if you're a convicted felon. You were just protecting your life. Which they shouldn't have. If you made a mistake, I don't care. Where's the I, line? Where's to me, the line? To me, the biggest one is, and we got to wrap up to, real quick. But to me, the biggest one is uh, they lose the right to vote. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I don't think you should lose the. Where, right where to do you vote. think? Where, where was? I'm, I'm uneducated on that aspect. Where, where is the mentality on that? What's the? You think because they're just shitty citizens, they don't shouldn't they're going to vote wrong? Because I know dumb young. 18-year-olds that don't even know what the fuck this person's political platform is, and they're voting like Christmas trees. Yeah. And I would rather have the guy with the fucking weapons charge yeah. vote to whatever. But what do you think, think the mentality like, is? Do you think it's, I think a- it's systematic classism, bro. You know, there's a certain class of people that they expect that are always going to be locked up in jail. And uh, I think that that ideal is that we don't want this class of people. And some of it may have been written from racism in the old days, too. But I think it's a big class issue. And it's a big thing. I of, think there's definitely, there definitely could be, you know, as they yeah. say, where there's smoke, there could be fire. Yeah. But hey, there will be more fire in just a minute when we come back with our second half of the podcast. You're listening to The Mike BC Show. Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead-end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life. For just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBusey.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. 
Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never seen before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox, because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff, but for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It, it's about coming down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeBeasy.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat. It's an experience. As a member of MikeBeasy.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at Mike Beasy's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy Members Weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience during members weekends you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest craziest wildest ladies you'll ever imagine the beauty beauties don't worry campers we've gone an extra mile here at the sausage castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience I've been following Mike BC for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. Memberships is missing out. I, I, I started following Mike BC about, uh, about two years ago, and the guy's a real guy. And it uh, allows people to come here that are like outcasts of society, and they fit in well. And uh, I was like, yeah, I gotta, get, I gotta fuck with this guy. Man, I've been following Mike about two months, became a member a month ago. So, but I'm, I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle, having a great day of fucking the drunken field dead. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track, swim in our lake, enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers. The only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, air boating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade, epic costume parties. Do you remember playing field day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. That's right, Team White, Team Blue, not Team Black if they lose. Oh, right, it's like that, Big Mike. It's Team Black, bro, even though we lost all our all our stuff so far. The Members Weekend, I'm gonna put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, this is just, right. it's life. Right now, to it's, it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how what? loving they are, and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. 
like it, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride. At some point, some of these people they get they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's going to show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities, rappers, rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars that have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At Members Weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Busey's gonna take you and the rest of the members during Members Weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to Members Weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free, backstage or even on stage. Oh yes, if you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's Vince from L.A. Been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members' weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit at the gas station, the sausage castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race, religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. Welcome back to the Mike Busey Show. This is me, Miguel Colon, and I am here with the man himself, the host of the show, the king of the castle, Mr. Mike Busey. And before we start this segment of the show, there are some special people we want to thank, and that's our newest members. And I want to start out by thanking Jordan Cloth from Tenerife, Queensland, Australia, Jeremy Nad, fucking sorry for that one, kid, from Wenzelville, Missouri, Raul Narayan from Monteca, California, Aaron Balaga from Renton, Washington, John Newcomb from Valrico, Florida, CB from Mount Pleasant, South Carolina, Eric Zellner from Denmark, Wisconsin. You know whoever just signed up, like, oh man, they're really going to read my name? And we took a little break. Yeah. But they're probably like, fuck, signed up. And these motherfuckers stopped doing the show. People hit me up like, oh my God, did you guys stop? Did you quit? Like, motherfucker, we took two weeks. We had things to do. You know who didn't hit me up, though? 
Dusty Kilpatrick from Thurman, Iowa, and Aaron Stencil from Claremont, Florida. Aaron Stencil's like, dear God, baby Jesus, please don't let Mike Busey read my name. <laughs> Sin- let Miguel, let Miguel get it. I wonder how many people have been like, you guys never read my name. And I'm like, I think I did. I just fucked it up. Oh, I definitely fucked up some. So I think some of them were excited that we fucked it up. Like this one right here. Chris Procopia from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. George Garcia, Mineola, Florida. That's the back door of our fucking place here. Thanks, George. Travis Bukit. Bukak, Bukaki? <laughs> it's butt K-E. What's that? Butt K-E. B-U-T-T-K-E. Tra- Bukaki. Yeah. Travis Bukaki. From Wausau, Wisconsin? No. Travis Bukaki from Wausau Province, Japan. No, I would have a noble samurai in Daniel named Haramotsu Murugatotasan. Travis got good airtime on that one. That was a good investment. Matthew Beck from Joshua, Texas. Eric Roundtree from Orlando, Florida. Chris Roberts from Oviedo, Florida. Raymond. Wait, wait, Eric. Wait, wait, Eric Roundtree from Orlando, Florida. Did he just sign up again? If Tree Eric, has not hey, been bro. a member, we're, we're gonna repo that. Fucking Actually, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm staying. I'm staying. I'm staying with Tree at Jenny Springs. So let's talk about this when we get back. Okay? Let's talk about this when we get back. Uh, Raymond Rainey from Saldia, California. Daniel, Salvia. I don't know. I'm just fucking college dropout. <laughs> Daniel Moyer from Kazava. Casavay, 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 If they put a gun to Mike's head, they were like, "Gun to your head, Virginia." Read these names, or everybody in this room's gonna die. I'd literally be looking at everybody and be like, "Make peace with your God. Make peace with your God." It's the last names, man. I can read every fucking. Word Actually, in the dictionary. you know what gets me though? It's the cities, because sometimes True. it'll be like something from Renashawashaga. Uh, There's always that guy that's from local. He's like, it's it's pronounced Kissimmee, not Kissimmee, yeah, motherfucker. Feel, this is what I feel like. I feel like before white people like colonize anything, they make the natives name the cities. They're like, before before we kill you all off, if you're not a Christian, what's the name of this town? It's like Watanaga Springs. I like it. Thank you, Andrew Dewitt from Woodland, California. Tristan Roland from Claremont, Florida. John, ooh, Jesus. Uh, John Kuwik. <laughs> That's a noise. That's not a name. It's C W I E K. C W I E K. It's Queek. Queef. John Queef. John Queek from Wesley Chapel, Florida. John Queef and Dam. Ivan Colaborn. Colaborn, <laughs> Washington. Uh, Montana. He's like, I don't know what the M is. M T. M O. Missouri. Oh, Missouri. I was a little off. Sorry, yeah. Ivan. I think that now they're just signing up against so they hear like they're just gonna start making shit up like Bart Simpson, like see more buds. <laughs> see more buds. IP freely. Alex Reitz from Melbourne, Florida. Cameron Mendezo, Brandon, Florida. Christopher Ellis, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Shane Crystal from Marysville, Ohio. Brandon Smith, Port Orange, Florida. Ooh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Eaton, E Y T A N. Podolaskai, Podol, 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 
Pull up Skyle. And I'm expecting this to be like a foreign country. No, it's from Daytona Beach, Florida. <laughs> Chet Sparks, Titusville, Florida. You were Joseph. happy when you saw Chet Sparks, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, I was like, I was like, you know, excited. Like, yeah, I got Chet <laughs> Sparks over here. Joseph Vonicki, Little Egg Harbor, New Jersey. Desmond. Wait, Joseph Vonicki? That's God, like, that's a guy who's who's robbing ice cream trucks and shaking down jukeboxes. You know, little Joey Vonicki. Yeah, yeah. Carlo's son. Fucking animal. Little Egg, New Jersey. Little Egg, New Jersey. You know, he did a five a stretch, man. You know, he never ran his mouth. Hung out with a lot of the blacks. He was a good guy. You know, could Fuck. dance like a fucking animal, you know? Desmond uh, Klontz. Ver, uh, Claremont, Florida. There's so many members who ne- are like, I think that was me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got a couple. Let me go with this. I got. I feel like we're like uh, doing a cameo, but yeah, we're just butchering <laughs> the, the shit. Like we had to return the money. <laughs> the guy, the guy doesn't even want to shot. I sh- uh, record it and show his friends. He's like, fuck. Yeah. Hey, let me get a couple. I got Stephen Barrett from Blasburg, Pennsylvania. Ryan Joyle from Coventry, Connecticut. Suzanne, it is a lady. Hell yeah, Sus- she's offended. <laughs> Suzanne Williams from Dublin, Ohio. Brett Sieb from Hayes, Kansas. Justin Pratt from Jacksonville, Florida. Max Coles from San, San Carlo, California. Uh, Myron Lopez from Rogers, Arizona. Uh, Dallas White from Chilcote, Ohio. And Jason Kohler from Dayton, Ohio. Let's get into some goddamn show. That was a that was a lot. Something happened. Something happened, guys. Uh, a couple days ago. Um, oh God, I know where you're okay, going. Okay, so let me let, let me let me kind of set you guys up on how this operation goes. There used to be a time when Fridays we had the car detail guy come in, we had the barber come in, and we had the masseuse. Bless and you. Uh, thank you. And. Uh, that was part of Friday. You know, Friday, you knew car detail guys in. If you want your car washed, let him know. He'll take care of it and detail it. Because I know here at, at, at the Sausage Castle, sometimes uh, the there's no room for personal life. And, yeah. and, and I want to make sure that the guys are happy and they're yeah. getting their, their, their laundry done. They're getting, you know, they're fed. And Fridays were about fun. getting work done, but also relaxation. So we get the car wash guy. He comes in. He does a great job. Morale boost. Yeah, it's a, it's a big morale boost. The masseuse would come in, and, and, and generally, Mike wouldn't even beef if, like, you know, if you want to take your massage early and then work a little later, that's cool, whatever. The masseuse would be here all day, and then the barber would come in at night and get everybody right. And then if we went out, everybody was fucking relaxed. Their car was looking fresh, and their hair was right. And that was Fridays, and and the lot changed just because we lost a couple masseuses. Uh, they you know they all went away and did other shit. Uh, barber, you know, he's had to fl- fluctuate his schedule to come over here and do us up. Uh, car wash guys changed, so uh, Fridays changed a little bit. And recently, we've all been talking about it. We're hurting, man. We're old. Everybody here's in their they're, they're like mid thirties and up. Uh, we're hurting. Physically, we need a good masseuse here. And we've had a couple really Hurting good masseuses. Hurting for a squirting, Miguel. And the thing is, here's the thing. We're not trying to get like some jack-off masseuse. Like, nobody here is trying to get their dick fucking Unless that up. jack-off masseuse is really good at deep tissue and has some strong Yeah, if that's, if that's what we got to deal with at the end, fine. But truthfully, we're not looking for like some like sensual, sexual massages. We want somebody... We've had masseuse come in here and realign us, man. We used to have All chiropractic. Right, you, you talked to 21-year-old Mike Busey. Yeah, I'm trying to get my... I'm trying to get that sexy, sexy time. A 40-year-old old Mike Busey's like I need this I, basically we need somebody to help us get some more bend overs in the week yeah, we I, look, I look, in, I look in deep into their eyes and say baby listen I need you to put them strong hands on me boy I need to heal my body yeah I need my back fucking my big thing in massages I always want them to massage my jaw and my neck 
Uh, I just feel like my head just fucking weighs a ton, sits out of line, and I, I always get cramps on my neck. So that's what I want done. Well, we had a masseuse hit us up because we've been having problems getting masseuses. A lot of them are hard to come all the way out here. So we've been having problems getting masseuses, and a masseuse hit Mike up. And Mike, why don't you tell us about uh, the experience with her hitting you up? Well, well, first, thank you, Miguel. First, this girl, uh, this really sexy, sexy girl hits me up. And was like, hey, your friend told me I should hit you up. I'm down here in Florida, party for my birthday. Da, da, da. I'm from New York. I'm moving down here in two weeks. We should party. And I'm like, damn, okay, what's up, baby? And then I'm like, oh, shit. You, uh, and so I always had to, like, I don't ask off the rib. I wait for a little bit. I kind of, you know, bait them in a little bit, like catfish. Like, hey, yo, yeah, you should come party. By the way, do you, uh, you like girls by the chance? And they, and they say yes I'm like oh well, shit well me and my girl we fuck bitches together you dig so then then I just throw it out there and then, and then they say no that's not my thing I'm like that's cool you can still come you know whatever whatever I'll see what happens you know well this one girl sexy girl hits me up and says yeah your friend blah 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 says she hit you up on your uh, your, your Facebook page she's a masseuse and I was like well who hit me on Facebook page I, so I go to the Facebook page and I look and there is a DM from an attractive lady who's you know i'd say 35 plus yeah age and uh i'm i'm like oh shit what's up and then i'm like hey and i read the auto message we have it on auto message if you ever fucking if you ever message my my facebook uh like page um just send me a dm oh one of the worst times too is somebody hit us tell up. them tell them tell somebody them, tell hit them. us up uh, on the facebook message and they were like hey listen they're dying uh, of cancer son, yeah, and shit no 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 they're like they're like my son is going through a lot of shit he's 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 suffering and i need you to talk to him mike and every time they leave this heartfelt message it just replies hey this is my automated message couldn't get a hold of you but just let me know if you want to talk business and if you want to party here's my personal number you no know, first thing says oh wow this is embarrassing this is an auto message if you're trying to party, hit me up, become a member, go fucking follow my fucking Instagram and Snapchat. And the person responds back, no, Mike, no, please, I'm not trying to party or anything. It's just my son, he really needs help. And, and it's like, oh, sorry, sorry, this is embarrassing. <laughs> this is an auto message. So, yeah, I started going through some of these auto replies, and I see this girl. I'm like, damn. And I'm like, hey, sorry, it's an auto reply. What's, what's going on? She's like, hey, oh, my God, hey, listen. I hope I sent a girl to you and da, da, da. her and her friend want to come fuck you and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, shit, okay. Well, I appreciate it. It's like, oh, by the way, I'm a masseuse. Let me know if you ever want to get worked on. And I got happy endings, you know what I'm saying? And they're on the house because I love you, Mike. I was like, oh, shit, word. So I was like, okay. Well, I was like, I kept it very professional. And for the record, I, I have never DM'd anyone anything. Never. And I fucking... Oh, yeah, you be talking like this and shit, but you ain't trying to fuck, okay? Yeah, no, I never. <laughs> no, I don't ever type. I don't ever type none of that out and send some shit that I'm not in, that I'm embarrassed that would get screenshot and posted on the internet. That's just the rules, you know what I'm saying? I don't watch a lot of sucker MCs follow to the grave of fucking getting called the fuck out. And I'll be seeing your screenshots from these girls that are wanting attention in the wrong way and they post and look at this guy sent me. And y'all getting roasted the fuck up. But, um,. So I said, "Well, damn, hey, uh, I'm. Do you do deep tissue? I kind of tiptoed around the 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 happy ending part, and, but in the back of my mind, I was like, well, shit, you know, fucking, that's good to know. Not that I'm trying to partake in it, 
However, if I ask my girlfriend nicely, maybe she'll let me get a little head from some strange, you know what I'm talking about? However, I just kept it professional. I said, hey, well, you know, I shit, I got a whole crew of guys over here that need some love. You know what I'm saying? We got some Lonely Hearts over here. Old Lonely Hearts Club. MC, baby. They got jackets and all. They got patches. They got a broken heart over here. Oh, yeah, I got, I got some fellas who, who might need your, your, your strong hands and that soft little mouth. I didn't say that part, but I was <laughs> creepy. Fuck! I was like, I hope he didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that part, but I was Bring like, your soft mouth over here and don't wear anything identifiable. <laughs> yeah, I was I basically <laughs> say, hey. So uh, she started quoting some crazy ass prices, like, yeah, you know, for two hundred and fifty. I'm like, damn, we ain't trying to fuck. What the fuck? So I'm like thinking, you know, okay, well, hey, but check it out. But you start hitting her up. You start leaning more towards the listen. I need a deep tissue massage. I need somebody to work exactly. out my kinks and shit. She was trying to get sexy with it. And trying he's to talking tantalize to every- me he's with her He's talking to everybody seduction. in the office. Everybody's broken here, man. We did the fucking putt-putt course. We've been doing all these videos. We've been running. We've been up and running for a while. So everybody's like, does she do deep tissue? Does she do... Because every masseuse that we've had come here or, or massage therapist has been really good about doing deep tissue, getting in there. Uh, you know, we like... We want to hurt. Yeah, that's the work thing. Work it out. None of the guys in the office... Uh, we don't work all physically, but we're working all day, and, and we're in those fucking chairs and running around, and, and then when we're filming, everybody's up and standing and running around. I know that sounds like nothing, but you know we go, we go weeks where everybody's working 60, 70 hours doing stuff because we have events and stuff. Yeah. So when, when she was hitting us up about massages, everybody was like, cool, we could definitely use a good masseuse over here. We've been searching for a good masseuse. If you are a good massage therapist, you're the If you are listening area. to this- Yeah. We don't care. Fuck it. All right, I'll take a dude right now. I'll take now a dude, man. Hey, yo, I'll take a motherfucking I'll take four dude. Dudes. Hey, if you're a dude and you do like sports, sports therapy, massage, and you Run can that train. work this out, yeah, get over here, man. Fucking work it out. But I don't care if you suck another dude's dick while you're massaging me. Hey, come on, man. I just need them strong hands, whatever baby. Come puts, on. Whatever makes you relax and whatever Jeff's cool with. It's about with, you, down. the masseuse, okay? Yeah. It's not even about us. Yeah, we just need a good massage therapist to work it out. But anyway... So she hits Mike up, and she's being super sexual. And now we're kind of all dancing she's around. She's throwing it, it at yeah, it. Yeah, because everybody's like, yo, and, and you know, he pulls the office, and he's like, "Who wants? Who wants like a BJ?" And everybody's like, "I really want a good fuck." And we're not, we're not. I'm not bullshitting for radio, Mike. Am I? No. Everybody's like, "Hey, I want a good massage. I'm hurting. Everybody's hurting, you know." And so he's like, "All right, man. So I'm gonna have her come over." And then she says she really does deep tissue also. So. Uh, she said, oh, I've done this for 10 years. By the way, I'll suck this shit out your dick. Yeah, so we're like, that's nice, too. And maybe, who knows? But really, I need to get this head and jaw and fucking back all oh, lined up. Oh, did you up. say head? I got you, player. Yeah, I'm like, cool. I mean, my fucking top of my head. Oh, like, did you say top? top? I got yeah, you, Yeah, she's getting all sexual. And we're like, like, God damn it, we don't fucking massage. Stop, <laughs> stop objectifying me, yeah. woman. Yeah. Oh, my I'm God. A man. Is this what a woman goes through every day? God damn it. I, I feel like a fucking uh, a hot lunch lady walking by a, a <laughs> fucking a construction site getting cut why is all she a lunch lady why like is a piece she, of meat why is she a hot lunch lady like you had the lunch lady part you could have just said a hot woman be like i feel like she's a hot lunch lady walking by it's hot outside side. it's hot as fuck why is she a fucking lunch right, maybe lady? she's run, run, running the roach coaches right? she's, <laughs> she got the, got the food trucks i like that the part of the fantasies or the part of the 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 stories we get from your head we only get the tip but you've gone deep into already describing these characters like you know I, i'm still trying to find that hot ass scallywag on obt and sand lake that was running the wiener cart back in the day in her bikini and me and my dad almost ran into a few cars looking and i was like damn she's killing it she's handing motherfuckers tinfoil they don't even know what the fuck's in
feeling it. They're like, <laughs> oh, there's my money. She makes one of the dudes give another dude his hot dog, and they both tip her. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, that was reasonable. Back in the days, boy, fucking here in Florida, you had the hot dog lady and that bikini boy. She'd be fucking serving up before the, the goddamn fucking uh, county came in and shut that shit down. Like the hot lunch lady walking past construction workers. <laughs> yeah, Chris was like, why was she a lunch lady? <laughs> well, my home, my homie Sock Dick Dave, his, him and his dad own a fucking roach coach and. <laughs> I think they had found one of their Argentinian fucking nieces or some shit or cousins that run one of them. I was like, oh, damn, what's up? Where's she at? And he would always lie. We'd come back or we'd come back from the, doing the Costco route early in the morning. Like, we'd done at 10. Like, yo, sock dick, where you at? I ain't telling you, fat kid. And I wasn't even that fat then. I'm like, now I deserve to be called fat kid. Back then, I don't want to call him fat kid. Like, what the fuck's going on? But yeah, we would try to hunt him down and shit. We definitely needed technology from the aliens, the GPS shit. We'd have found his ass. Because he knew when we pulled up on site, we were robbing him, taking the Gatorades. He was charging fucking $12 for empanadas and shit. He was robbing motherfuckers. We were like robbing him. We were going to come steal. The, we we're going to turn the roach coach over and let all the Mexican construction workers eat for free that day. What, what were we talking, talking about? about, Mike? <laughs> the masseuse. <laughs> there you go. So this masseuse was like... She was just overly sexual Flaunting every time. It, throwing and it, it. And we're like, Mike's asking, he's like, hey, look, our other masseuse, you know, because she gives the price. He's like, look, our other masseuse would do it for this amount. Can you match that? And she's like, ooh, yeah. And I'll she tried to run the price. She yeah. was like talking about 250 And I'm like, whoa, whoa, baby. We, we know most of these masseuses be charging, you know, a dollar a minute and we tip you into the, the. You know, you got at least 60 bucks. Yeah, you know, you got, hundo you got, for an hour, full fucking whatever. And she's like, ooh, but I'm going to throw in the head for free. And we're like, I mean, everybody loves a blowjob in this operation, but literally, we're all walking around like broken fucking men, uh, just hoping to God. Like, it I felt objectified, Miguel. I yeah. felt like she was like she that was, lunch lady. Yeah, she yeah. was trying to she was trying to sexually prey on my my fucking vulnerability of my massage. Like a horny milkman, like a in guy. A corn oh, maze. you need your That's car fixed. That's a Mike fixed? statement. You know, like, like a, a horny milkman in a in a corn maze. You know, it's like a horny mechanic. Oh, you need your car fixed. Well, I bet you need that pussy fuck too, girl. I was like, whoa, calm down. I just want my body massage. Oh, yeah? You want me to give you that blowjob too? Like, whoa, calm down. Well, I felt like I knew how I felt like to be a woman for a second. Well, we ended up telling her, yeah, just come by. We've got some people who want to get massages. Oh, she was she was here in less than an hour. Yeah, so let me tell you this, though. She comes through. She comes to the security gate. Uh, well, hold on. Before it. we get there, we were all talking. We were like, all right. You know, so we already know. And we're offering up some of the homies, like, listen, man, I know you've been going through some shit. We're all looking at each other like we're like we're in church, like, well, I know, brother Chris, you've been bent over a lot. Yeah. And Miguel, I know you look like, you know, with a grimace. You got, I know yeah. you're going to be hurting down there, boy. <laughs> and now, come on now, Mike, I know you need that touch, too, now. So we're all, like, thinking, all right, massage, and there's going to be a blowjob. And we're, we're like, like, someone's getting a blow. We know it. We know And it. we're thinking... Me and Miguel had thought out loud. We're like, you know, most guys get the happy ending at the end. And it's like, wouldn't you want that in the beginning? Yeah, you want the blow in the beginning and then give me a massage. It's going to be even more relaxed. I think that's going to touch you all up make sure you're not a cop. Yeah, because you know? it's like, like I don't want to wait for the blowjob. And then at the end of it, I get the blowjob. Because uh, then I'm ready for the blowjob the whole time. I'm actually a little tense. I'm ready for the game. I want the blowjob You're holding first. a fart. You're yeah. holding a shower. And then maybe if you want to bookend it and give me another blowjob, that's cool too. Oh. But fucking, you know, let's start with the blowy. We can do the massage and then end with a blowy. Hell yeah. So she's coming over to do massages. We're joking. So we're, 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 like some of the, we're like, some of the homies are definitely going to get a blowjob. We're like, oh, we're all like calling each other out. We're yeah. all, it's office talk. We got this new segment. If you're a member on mybeach.com, you'll see the feed. 
Miguel, I want to take my my hat off to you, my vir- you, my virtual invisible hat right now. Thank you, sir. I want to say that you've done a very good job catching these candid moments, which is the reason why we even started back this podcast because we would just be bullshit and talking. And Stephen, like, you don't need to record this. This is a podcast. Stephen would always tell us we need to do the podcast. So shout out to Stephen, virtual yeah. hat tip to you too, my friend. Y'all can thank him. Um, he uh, is definitely responsible for pushing us to do this again. Yeah. And uh, we started talking, you know, have a little office talk, a little bro talk. We're like, well, shit, who wants to go and first? She sent who wants us, to go last? She sent us a picture of her ass. It oh, looked yeah. great. She was, th- she was texting some nice, nice ass. Nice ass pictures. Cute Ooh. ass face. Okay, okay. Just, you, could tell, you could tell she was like just, just some sexy ass mom in her 30s, you yeah, know? Yeah, well, like, you know, she's seen better days, but she's still not. She's, she's seen, you don't need to take her behind the barn yet. Yeah, you know, she's, she's, still seen, she's seen better days, but uh, she's we've definitely. <laughs> definitely seen worse you know yeah. like like our days compared to her days fucking rough like is she looking cute little cherub chubby so chubby we're all talking face. about him we're all talking about a massage and we're all we're all like getting into the mood too like i, I really want a good massage too like if she's people are disappearing chris is dipping out to go wash his dick and shit steven's now, getting the speculum ready he's everyone's all like getting fired up yeah. and shit. so then jeff we, just shows up out of nowhere hey guys uh oh, hey. massages i didn't even pick up something from facebook marketplace hey, Mike? i was just wearing this tuxedo and had these flowers and I didn't even know. <laughs> Whoa, it's Blowjob Friday. Yeah. Daniel just shows up. Hey, hey guys, I just came by because, um, you know, who's going to suck my dick, you know? <laughs> F- fucking everyone's just like Daniel's in your Daniel's in your bed fluffing himself. Just like, hey, Mike, give me another fucking thousand dollars and let me get my, di- my dick sucked, you know? <laughs> You and, fucking bitch. And, and then fucking. <laughs> so the cheat. Everyone's up. thinking like, all right, well, shit. This means if I go last, I'm going to have four yeah. five plus dudes semen in her throat still. Yeah. So now everyone's kind of like fighting over who's going to go first. Like, well, you know, I got to get out of here. You know, I am <laughs> yeah. a little sore. Everyone's like talking about like their rationalities and why they think they should go first. They're like pitching each other. Yeah. And I'm, I'm letting the guys know, listen. After I get my blowy, we'll definitely figure out who goes second, fellas, <laughs> okay? The girls are pulling seniority cards yeah. and shit, shitting on everyone's hopes and dreams yeah. and not getting their dick sucked I'm like, Listen, let me by get- other man's jizz in the other girl's <laughs> yeah. throat. And then... Uh, so she pulls up. She so pulls she pulls up, and as soon as she pulls up, we're like kind of getting nervous. We're like a little school. It was oh, like shit. a little giddy, too. We're like, oh, man, we're going to get Because oh, here's, another, here's another part of it. Everybody's like, at this point... So like when the barber comes... We're all like trying to get our hair cut first. Everybody wants that first cut. Everybody wants that first massage, the first car wash. Because you know, if you get the first one, you get the good one. Like I think know, the other way. I'm like, damn, this motherfucker got warmed up. He's gonna be. Yo, Louis, the, nice the bar- Leo told me straight up. He's like, you never want to be the last dude to get the haircut. Oh fuck. He told me straight up. He said because God he's like, damn, he's like, are you just hand- saying this to fuck? No, with me? no. He told me straight up. He's like, I always thought the complete opposite. Uh, he said his hands are numb at this point. Fuck. He's like everything. That's why we laughed about it because you always this whole get the last time cut. I've been letting all y'all go yeah. before me. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll pull he up said, last. He said straight up, you want the first cut. God damn it. He's like, the first cut's the freshest. Well, I, I think we all are agreeing that everyone wanted the first suck. Everybody was in. So listen, she gets to the door, right? I, I, Mike, I get Mike nervous. Goes, I go, Miguel, yeah, answer, the door. answer the door. You answer it. So I answer the door, and it's not her, right? There's another girl at the door, and I'm like, hey, what's up? I'm like, I'm Miguel. And I don't remember what her name is. Let's say her name is like Kristen. She's like, hey, I'm Kristen. I'm like, hey, cool. So I'm like, okay, this isn't this isn't the masseuse. This is another girl because this girl is really, she's a really big girl. She's like about my size in a dress, you know? And she's like five feet tall and this isn't the girl, you know? So I'm like, hey, Kristen. I'm like, how can I help you? She's like, I'm the masseuse. Dun, dun, dun. Catfished. And I'm like, 
oh and i'm like and then she downs a fucking white she crushes a white claw in the doorway right crushes a white claw in the doorway and mind you she's like five feet tall she's like she looks like like here's the deal like she is my body style, but shorter, even shorter than me. Huge so ass titties, huge though. Huge ass titties. That's some big old milkers big on old her. Give her that. Give big her old that. booty, big titties, big old gut, in a tight little dress, uh, little legs. She'd like like the penguin, like she fucking sh- Danny DeVito penguin. She you know? showed up with like multiple like 90s on hangers. And I'm like, yeah. what you got coat hanger for? You trying to wipe your ass, baby? What well, you got going come, on here? I bring her into the office and I'm like, hey, guys. Like, what the fuck? I'm like, hey, guys. Let me introduce you to Kristen. And everybody, at that moment, I could tell people Everyone's don't know. Everyone's all sitting up, yeah, sucking in, like, what's don't up, know, girl? And they don't know this girl is the masseuse either. They're like, hey. And I'm like, she's the masseuse. And everybody's face at that moment's like, oh. Because oh, no. I'm like doing it. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm biting down me and on my Mike tongue. Went, me and like, Mike no. went through her Facebook. She sent us pictures from 2014. From 2014. Yeah. Like, oh, we like catfished like a motherfucker. And, and before, before you uptight motherfuckers be like, <laughs> listen, we were told one thing and we we found another. And we weren't trying. Nobody was trying for these blowies. She, she was victimizing. Her. Miguel, we were victims. We were victims. Well, here's the thing, too, though. We did agree, though. She probably gave a better blowie after we saw her, though. We were like, oh, oh we're, yeah. you know, you know, you know her. You know that fucking soft ass mouth fucking gave some good old <laughs> trout throat. You know what I'm talking about? Well, so then she's like, who's going to go first on the massage? And now everybody's like, Everyone I'm, went trying from, to, yes. I'm trying to finish up this paperwork real quick. Everyone's, like, <laughs> Steven's like taking out the trash. He's like, oh, well, yeah, go ahead, guys. Uh, yeah, Chris gotta, is, Chris is in the studio. He's like, we're not going to do a podcast or anything like that. I'm calling Jeff. Jeff's like, I'm already at Home Depot. I thought you guys needed something. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, fucking Jeff searching my fucking Facebook Marketplace history browser. Yeah. Fucking, oh, I seen you looked at this cup twice. I'll drive to fucking Oviedo for it. Mike, did you want me to go to Sedona, Arizona real quick and see what's up with this uh, G.I. Joe set. We're like, whoa, what the fuck is going on? And then the thing is, we're giddy because we all, like, what we want to do is bust out laughing like, hell nah, what the fuck happened? Why did you send us photos of Why did you send us? Why didn't you just say, I'm a massage therapist? Because here's the deal. If she would have been, like, none of us were questioning that she could give us a good massage at this point. Yeah, this is where we had to defend ourselves. Yeah, okay? but yeah, the ahead, thing is, ahead. we're like, why are you sending us all these sexual pictures of you from 2014 if you want us to, like, fuck around with you and you don't look anything oh, and, like that? And Yana, Yana, for the record, my client got several text messages yeah. saying that she was in need of some good dick. Yeah, she was like, I need some good dick. And then she sends a picture of her, like, 18 year old ass. We had to keep reminding her that, we, you know, we're trying to get, like, a legit massage and then i had to be like yo so you like done this right she's like yeah 10 years i'm like all right i feel a little better but then she kept throwing it on it yeah and then um so here's the deal we definitely we didn't tell we didn't tell uh we didn't tell rowdy robbie anything rowdy rob just had got a group text thread saying the masseuse is here and we're like you want first and we didn't know yet. She was. We were just like Roddy Rob working outside. We didn't tell him that she was trying to suck dick and stuff either, because we we're like Roddy Rob just wants a massage. So we'll just get, let him get the first. So he massage. blindly went into this because he was because he works outside. So we're like, who needs the first massage, Roddy Rob? And then the barbers and, come. And in. let me say something. I'm about this shit. I say, I say what's on my mind, but in out of respect to this 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 woman, I didn't want to be like. Yo, what the fuck did you just do? <laughs> and can we calm down the sexy though? Because I don't care if a fucking treasure troll showed up. Like, as long as you got them strong hands, and, th- and that's what I, w- I was more concerned about that. Did I want to boost morale and get the whole team some head? Yes, sure. Would I have fucking uh, loved that to happen? Yes, of course. 
Well, did I want someone to show up drunk? Uh, fucking down a white claw. Chain smoking mo- cigarettes. Chain, chain smoking cigarettes. cigarettes. I do not huh? want my massage therapist <gasps> hands to smell like Paul Malls and shit. God damn! It's like a fucking Marvel fucking cigarette commercial in there. Marvel Man was all about our fucking hands. She asked and shit. me. She asked me too. She was like, she was like, you smoke? And I was like, I smoke weed. She was like, yeah, yeah. She was like, what's up? I was like, yeah. She was like, you got any bud? And I was like, no, no, I don't got any bud. She was like, I'm trying to get fucked up. And I'm like, you're a massage therapist. And th- this is when I. This when, is your first day on the job. When I when, here, we're here. Here's here's the fucking first sign that this might not be the lady for the job is when she uh she didn't come in with a massage table. And I say, uh, you uh you need help with your massage table? She's like, yeah. So Chris, was it you, Chris? You went and helped grab it. And I I whispered over Miguel. I was like, Miguel. That's not a good sign when the masseuse is huffing and puffing. She was out of breath with Chris carrying her massage table. I was like, oh, I know there's like three or four steps before you get in the house, but I know they ain't that damn big. She must have lost altitude going up them steps or something. I was like, oh, this ain't good. I don't, the strong hand meter, dude, dude. I, I'm, I'm losing faith. I'm losing hope, boys. I'm losing hope. And remember, moments before she entered, like people are, Chris, did you not dip off to go wash your dick? Yeah, <laughs> he did. He did. That was a, your honor. That was a yes for the record. And 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 uh, I'm pretty sure. Hey, look. Everyone man. went over and was like, looked at a couple sinks a couple times. It was speckle, 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 speckle. You don't know Everybody, everybody was like, if it goes down, it goes down. You know. Yeah, but you want to be ready for it. Yeah. You and, don't want to be ill prepared. And the only thing that went down after that was you don't all want of cheese our dick. You don't want cheese dick. Fucking. Next thing you know, you get this beautiful sensual massage. And then we're like, we're 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 imagining the photos that she sent me. Yeah, they're fucking. They were great. They were a sexy. Two thousand fourteen. She was fucking, doing. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, she comes. We don't know. Rowdy Robbie's already like, yeah, I'll get a massage. She comes in, and here's the thing: we're giddy. We're like it, little yeah, kids. It, it we're like no. Uh, we don't want to embarrass her or ourselves. We're like, uh, and here's the thing: all of a sudden, everyone starts scattering like yeah. roaches. Everyone got shit to and do so, all of a sudden, and, and we're like here, awkward. And she's in the house. Here's the thing: though, moments when she's got here all by herself, but here, confused, listen to this, looking guys, around. Listen to this. She, Rowdy Robbie doesn't know that she's like giving a sensual massage. So when he sees her, it's not like he's like, what the fuck is this? He's just like, okay, it's weird because usually massage therapists that we've always seen are very fit and strong because of their profession, you know? So she comes to give Rowdy a massage. She tells him to get on the table. He gets on the table and she's like, I uh, I take my top off when I give massages. <laughs> and Rowdy's like, what? I don't want to like, get oil. She goes, I don't want to get oils on my my dress and i'm like this bitch done brought seven fucking dresses yeah. on hangers and shit she's got them hanging on my bathroom she's like set up a whole like fucking lounge and then here i am trying to keep this a professional and, i done downloaded a 75 dollars a year fucking calm app for my fucking oh, yeah. anxiety and she's listening to nature's and whales she's and like i don't want to hear that shit she wants to put on fucking like enya trance shit yeah sure listen to uh sandstorm <laughs> she's got glow sticks Coming out of her fucking purse, like blowing up and well, shit. Well, listen, she puts him on the table, and Chris notices this part. This is the best. This she so doesn't have massage oil. She's got a bottle of like olive oil, right? Like, no, <laughs> she got goddamn Crisco cooking oil. Yeah. She is, she is putting my guys at flame, a fucking flammable risk of igniting. These motherfuckers. I was got, like, is she gonna put a little oil. salt and pepper and adobo on his ass too? Get him she going. Was, she was oiling these motherfucking dicks up, ready to suck, suck, sucky. She was so, ready to suck. So she gets out of her clothes. She wears nothing but her panties. 
bigger than me, guys. No bullshit. I'm 275 pounds. She had to be 300 pounds. Yeah, at least. all day, right? And, and, then, and, and for feet, pause, pause, lawyer, yeah. lawyer, your honor, your honor. We don't care if she was a thousand pounds. But she doesn't need to get naked to give people massages. And she doesn't need to lean over you and support her entire body while she's thrusting her fucking Looking tits on you. Her fucking There's giant- a moment where me and Mike opened the door up while Rowdy's getting his massage and he looked at us so sad. Like Rowdy's face was just Well like- first first she was demanding us to get naked. Yeah. So not only is everyone butt ass naked, they're being persuaded and seduced. By this Medusa fucking, <laughs> uh, fucking goddamn masseuse. And she's she's literally like almost resting her body. And I poor Chris, I seen you butt ass naked. I done seen your dick. Now I've seen your ass. You got a really nice ass, by the way. And she's like almost like kind of like me and you would do like on a, on a niker, uh, a, 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 a fucking hiking trail. Yeah, like she's lean- like leaning up against a bench and shit, taking her taking like a breather. She's literally you would have thought she was climbing Mount Everest. She's butt naked wearing this skinny little thong, this black thong, no shoes, no shirt, huge titties. I huge really, titties. I wanted to do the punching back. Yeah. With two her titties. Her titties look like they were smuggling other titties in. I think I don't think she actually gave him a massage. I think I don't think she gave him a massage. I think her titties gave him a I actually have a video of when Chris gets his massage. Oh, we got a couple videos, Chris. And uh and Chris is here's the thing too. So Chris is in there getting his massage, and I came in there and I crept a little video because it's her titty pushing down on his head. And Chris is like, later on, I talked to Chris and I was like, hey, did she give a good massage? He's like, no, actually, because Chris really wanted her to work out some kinks in them, too. And he goes, no, she didn't really give a good massage. That's what Rowdy said, too. He's like, it wasn't good. It was just her rubbing her body. But then Chris goes, there were times when I didn't know what part of her body was on me. And there was a video I got where her stomach is pushing down on his head and her titties are pushing down on his back. I feel like her I was hands watching, are rubbing his ass. I feel and like you I was, can tell Chris is like, there are too many appendages here. I feel like I was watching myself have sex with my tiny girlfriend. After like, I saw that, I called every you. girl I've ever fucked and I said, you are a hero. <laughs> like to put up with me, you are a hero. We were writing apology letters to every girl. Yeah. Had sex with. I was like, Hey babe, I don't, I don't know. You didn't deserve this. Yeah. Um, the best part though with Chris is there's a part Chris where I came in and you were getting your massage and like, you know, she's just rubbing on you and like, like he said, she didn't work one area enough. She's just trying to be sensual and sexy. Well, let me, but let me, let me tell you this part though real quick. I'm like videoing and this is Chris. Chris is just a really nice, sweet guy. Like he's a cool dude and, and he's just rubbing and all of a sudden he's like, you ever seen this alien movie called something something and she's like no and you hear her voice she's like no and he's like yeah it's pretty good it's like society is blah 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 blah. she's like ooh <laughs> it's like she's trying to be all sexy meanwhile Chris has no idea he's getting rubbed down with Crisco like uh, Chris cooking is, oil Chris is like man the only way I can keep from fucking my mind freaking out right now is by talking about this movie and he's like yeah he's like it's pretty cool it's like interesting he's like there's like society's killing people and blah 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 she's like oh yeah <laughs> it's like She's the only one taking this sexual. And I have to let the listeners know that this is like one of those situations where we've all been caught up in a moment. And as you hear me explain this, you'll probably immediately identify with the story in your own personal life. There's that moment from the time she showed up to where we were like, fuck, we're too deep into this. Yeah. We can't like You didn't let me leave. Rude. You were like, you can't leave until we figure out what to do with her. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh fuck. 
We're in too deep. We don't want to be rude. She just drove out here. And then there's money being involved because we're paying her for the massage. And nobody's enjoying the massage because it's not deep tissue. Yeah, it's it's, it's not what we really wanted. It's just titties and belly she's, and hands. She's, you know, and I, I ain't hating her hustle. I, you know, she's used to finding some lonely individuals that do some strange shit for change. And we were like looking for a legit masseuse. And she was really nice and she was sweet and she was cool. Was she a little touchy and yeah. like whatever? And then had she been Chris, 2014 thought, version that we got pictures yeah. of had we maybe have let things go down yeah at probably th- at this point i'm watching chris dirty up his balls he's like i don't even care but anymore at this point she's already here in this small area yeah in the office and then she's in in my room that's connected to it and we don't got no way to like <clears throat> like we're waiting for the hair we're waiting for the heroin falcon to come and scoop us up and get us out of here. There was a Nickelodeon show uh, with Swift. Yeah. There's this guy who blew like, this flute and this fox. David the her. Gnome. Yeah, David the Gnome. They came and got this yeah. ass. Get him up. We were waiting for some motherfucker to like, scoop us up. And we didn't want to insult her. So it was like, all right. Uh. And Chris, you were a good sport. And yeah. Roddy Rob was a good sport, but he just didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah. So and it was too late to tell him until afterwards. Yeah. Because he thought we were like fucking with him. And, and Roddy he thought Rob, this was about him. You're yeah. probably not gonna listen to this, but just for just for record, we didn't we didn't know. So you just came in at the wrong time at the right place and and caught them fucking heads. I was at the right place, but it was the wrong time. Uh, fucking at one point too, Chris, when like you were getting your massage by her, I'm like there with the camera. And I gave her like the sh- like the whisper sound, like you know, don't let him know. And and she like nods, and then she does this, guys. She winks and kind of like licks her tongue. She was like, and I was like, oh. I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. Yeah, basically she's like, mm, get over here. Fat it's like Jabba the Hutt. If you get too close, he's like, because you got like a You know, you chained up. Poor Chris is like fucking Princess Leia, and they're chained up to the fucking massage table. but. So, she did Chris. So, she does Chris up. She does... Oh, she does right Rob. She does Chris. And now we're all just kind of hide from... Mind you, any moment she's not giving a massage, she is chain-smoking cigarettes. Yeah, she's taking breaks like... And she comes in the room smelling like cigarettes, Oh, God. Man. For the first 10 minutes, you could smell like that. Yeah, after. like a Daytona Beach hotel room. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And, and so... So, I, I had to do something responsible. I got to be like, oh, shit. Uh, <clears throat> I better call my girlfriend. And let her know. This. Hey, babe. Um, listen, when you get back, there's gonna be a, a butt naked lady in my dark room with some fucking sandstorm going on. There's gonna be another naked dude laying down getting a massage, which she didn't care if I I got up in there. But it was more of like I want to warn her before she yeah. comes in because the Barbara shows up. And we start breaking our phones out, and we film it, and we're going to be playing this for the members. We lead them like, oh, hey, come on in. Here's the, come back into the room. And then he sees the lights off, and here's the music, and he's like, oh, shit, it's a vibe. Oh, shit. And he sees motherfuckers butt-ass naked laying on the table like a fucking alien autopsy, getting fucking completely fucking done up by, in cooking oil. <laughs> We had to, and we hey, were, Chris, Chris, verify this. She likes to squeeze a little tush. Because I came in there and saw her oh, squeeze everybody's get, tush. Oh, yeah. yeah. She, you know, little juicy pooper boy? She was all up yeah, in that she's shit. she's like, ooh, like a 15-year-old boy. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Yeah, we, so, we, we got all that. So on check camera. this out, guys. This is the funny part, too. Courtney walks in the room, and this is this is what I know. This is hilarious. Courtney walks in the room, sees this chick basically butt naked, rubbing down a butt naked Chris. In, in my bedroom, in by the, the way. In the bedroom, and Courtney goes, hi, and walks in the room smiling, and I was like, that's when you know she's zero threat. Yeah. Courtney's like, are you getting a massage, Mike? Because if that girl would have been some smoking hot chick, they'd have been like, Oh, uh, who the fuck are you? Yeah, get the fuck out of my room. I'm on a Kool-Aid man. Kick this door down. <laughs> but instead, she was like, hi, have fun. Yeah. And, well, here's uh, the thing, too. Here's another part about this. That's the best part. So I leave. We kind of got up. Nobody's getting massages anymore. She's outside smoking cigarettes with, like, some people out there. She's drunk as fuck. She's drunk as fuck, too. So we're like, okay. She's not, by the way, by the way, listen. She's not mean or anything. Not mean. Was it disrespectful? She was nice. She She was cool. So I, the next day, I got to know the story. So I call Mike up the next day and I'm like, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, stop. So you leave, everyone else leaves. It's me, Aaron, and her and Courtney. And then she's pretty, pretty lit. And I'm like actually legitimately tired. And I know that she done ran through the, the homies. She hadn't sucked no dick that I know of. And... So I'm like, okay, well, I have no problem getting a massage from her, but I'm like really tired. I'm gonna fall asleep right away, and she done used her all her strength up. So yeah. I'm like, I'm not, I'm gonna get a lackluster massage. And there's no more olive oil. And there's, and I've already asked. Now she's everyone, gonna get butter. And 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 in her in her defense, uh, some of the guys said it was like it was good. It just wasn't like it's what, not what we needed. We needed to get worked out, muscles worked out. And they, yeah. the guys were telling me it was just rubbing. But can I tell them? Can I? So want to, I want them. To, she was like, "Hey, it's like two a.m." Yeah. I'm like, Miguel, this motherfucker lady is still here. Well, I know. It was, it, I called you up in the afternoon the next day. I called you at noon. Well, hold on, hold on. You're, you're stepping on it. No, that's the funny part. That yeah, noon, yeah. Well, the funny part is, at noon, I, I, I give her up. a TV dinner and say, you're, you're too drunk to drive. Just, you know, go crash upstairs. I don't know what happened between her and Aaron. They, they hung out all night. And then I woke up, I go out by the pool, and I go to open the door, and I see something move, and I stop. I look through the little fucking window, and I go, Oh my God, she's still here. I get nervous and scared. I was like, no. So what you did? I go out by the lake and I hide in one of the campers. I call Mike up at noon to see how things are going. No, it's like one o'clock. I call Mike up and I'm like, how are things doing? He's like, she's still here. And I'm like, I'm, who? He's like, the masseuse. And I'm like, why are you whispering? Then he sends me a picture from looking out the window of the camper to the lake. He's like, I'm hiding in the camper. <laughs> I'm texting her kind of like bluntly. I'm like, uh, are you still here? She goes, yeah. Um, she's like, yeah. Um, I I thought uh, I thought Courtney was gonna pay me, and I'm like, oh shit, Courtney didn't pay her, and I was like, oh fuck, okay, cool. I was like, what's your cash app? She's like, I don't have cash app. I only have Zelle. I'm like, oh fuck. I, I was like, well, what's your Zelle? Oh no, she had, I don't have Vimeo. Venmo. Venmo. I don't have Venmo. I was like, well, what's your Zelle? I, like, I don't have that. I was like, fuck. Take as many petrified snakes as you want. Grab a Dean guitar and a fucking bump box. Yeah, I'm like thinking, okay, this girl's in my house. I'm hiding out by the lake like a bitch. I don't want this conversation. I'm trying to be nice. I'm hoping that she just gets up and go. But here it is. It's 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 the afternoon. The next day, she's been there almost 24 fucking hours. And I'm thinking like, okay, cool. She made some money. Everyone was nice. Gave her a place to stay. Gave her, she drank a bunch of liquor and ate a fucking TV dinner. Some vegan shit that that I don't want to fucking eat. I don't know who left it here, but whatever got taken. And then uh. I'm like, wow, she's still fucking here. 
So then I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, I'm sitting here thinking about like, should I make this Vimeo? Like, what the fuck should I do? <laughs> make one? Like, she sends me some other asso- associate of her, some other fucking random chick, and then she's like, yeah, send it here, and I'm like looking it up. I'm like, it's like all like ghetto as fuck, like dollar bill sign fucking girl i got like girl we get this bread or some shit and i'm like oh my god i sent her a screenshot this one she's like yeah and then i was like cool sent i sent her the money she's like oh thanks and then um so i just kind of wait and i'm like thinking all right she's gonna dip 20 minutes she's like so hey when do you want me to do you i was like oh yeah 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 oh yeah yeah no i'm good thank you i'm where are you here with Falcon? I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm like, damn, cause is she following my phone right now? Does she know I'm here? I'm getting, like, getting scared. I'm hiding in the fucking camper. And then uh, finally, I sent her the money, and she's like, cool, got it. I was like, cool, but thanks. I, I was very nice. Like, thank you, thank you. I was just being, I was like being shy because I want to be rude, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't want to be like, yo, yo, girl, we're not trying to get our dick sucked by you. You catfished us, and by the way, your fucking massages weren't what we were wanting. And yeah. Here's her money anyways, and thank you. I hope you had a good time. Thank you. Um, you know, I, I start walking up to the house. Her car is still in the fucking driveway. I start texting Aaron, like, Aaron, what the fuck is going on? What are y'all doing up there? I'm like freaking out, like, what's going on over there? Get her the fuck out of here. And then I walk up, thinking she was leaving. I had to jump back behind down this, like, the fucking the rainbow bridge because I walked the damn. Did you miniature, hide underneath the bridge? The miniature putt putt fucking uh, little hut, the little the putt putt <laughs> hut bar, <laughs> the putt putt bar blocked her car from the front of the house i guess she thought she was valet and the motherfucker she pulled right up to the front and stunting i'm like whoa whoa and i, I almost walked her right up on charlie didn't know she was hiding in the bushes <laughs> I, was, I got scared and then i i hid down behind the bar for like 10 minutes and then she, <laughs> she did to start the car and then she then i was stuck there because then i couldn't walk off and i didn't want to get caught and then i heard the car Turned on, but then the motherfucker wouldn't drive off. She sat there for a minute. So then I'm sitting there behind it's the hot. bar, sweating my balls off. And every time, and if I'm, she were to come around and see you, there's no fucking. Oh effect. yeah, they didn't be like, "Are you okay? Did you fall?" I'm like I'm leaning up against this like this bamboo mesh, and every time I move, you can hear it wrinkling. <laughs> I'm like trying to hold still, like I'm in the fucking Viet Cong, like down in a rice paddy, and Charlie's coming through the swamps, fucking with a knife, and I cut my throat. I'm like, stop! I'm doing breathing exercises. Like, stop! Just, <laughs> just calm down. She'll, she'll leave. She'll leave. She'll leave. And then finally I hear I hear the car pop in the drive and then she slowly fades off. And then still I was like, no, Mike, don't be stupid. <laughs> wait. Just wait. Wait. She could be here still. I probably waited an extra fucking two or three minutes and she finally drove off and I came in. I was never so excited to be back home. Well, you know who didn't catfish us? Who? Anna Marie Sinclair from Irvana, Pennsylvania. Thomas Riggio from Vineland, New Jersey. Tara McMickle from Newton, New Jersey. Rob Woods from Denham Springs, Louisiana. Nicole Newton from Center Hill, Florida. Hey, that's Nicole. What up, Nicole? Adam. Uh, blowjob Nicole? That's Blowjob. Glory Hole Nicole. Wow, she joined. Yeah, she was a member for a while and then left and now she's back. Adam Shoemaker from Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, Marissa Arlett from Daytona Beach. Rafael Meza from Tolleson, Arizona. Jesse Edge from Portland, Oregon. Jeffrey Craven from San Antonio, Texas. You know what I thought about? You know there's yeah. someone that's signed up not knowing we're going to read their name. Yeah. And like, I can go check on my fucking boyfriend. What the fuck's he doing over there? Next thing you know, someone's like, bro, I heard your girlfriend's fucking name on the podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. Jeffrey Craven's from Shanahan, Illinois. 
Get uh, it right. Get and it right. William Jones is from San Antonio, Texas. Lisa Hancock from Thornton, Colorado. Raphael Silva from Tucson, Arizona. Jody Haley from Cicero, Illinois. We love Cicero. Uh, Jermaine Spriggs from Glen Garden, uh, Maryland. What do we got? Kenneth Rink from Medicine Lodge, Kansas. Brian Contreras from San. Wait, Brian uh, Contreras from Santa Ana, California. Big Chells from Longwood, Florida. Matthew James from Morrison, Tennessee. Adam Branch from Clarkton, North Carolina. David Cochran from Youngstown, Ohio. Youngstown's a cool town. That's a gangster town. Dennis Newman from Kodak, Tennessee. Eric Barrios from Long Beach, California. And Brian Crawford from Mascot, Florida. Wow. And if we all know, just for the record, we split the list up 50-50. So Miguel takes half the list, and I take the other half. From the now list. on, I'll be like Steven. All the multiple vowels and syllable names, Mike's. Yeah, give me the easy ones, because uh, Desmond Klontz from Claremont, Florida, little tricky. Uh, <laughs> Rodrigo Alberto from Casca, Minnesota. The Michael fun- Rowe. From the funny Sp- thing is, you've grown up around so much Spanish people that none of the Spanish names ever get you. No, because you're like, yeah, I had a kid named that in my class. Michael Rose, Spring Lake, North Carolina. Brandon A. from Greensboro, North Carolina. Robert Kaiser from Utica, 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 Utica New York. Utica, Illinois. Illinois. Uh, Darren Wilson from Bartow, Florida. Chris Lindsay, Ocala, or Oki, Okeechobee. No. Chris Lindsay from Ocoee, Florida. Chad Clark from Odessa, Texas. Uh, Dalahano. Elmore. Chris's smile. <laughs> from I look at Chris Farmington, when you read the names. Farmington, New Mexico. <laughs> Anytime you stumble, Chris is like, great. Drake Stroker from Fort Orthoport. What the fuck? Oklaport. <laughs> His name is Georgia. D. Stroker. Fort Oklaport, Georgia. Faith Mason from Miami, Arizona. Joe Ham from Marriott, Georgia. Chance Minnick. From Tampa, Florida, Daniel Gallagher from Oviedo, Florida, Michael Cross, Ocala, Florida, Tim Hobson from Leeds, Maine, Ryan Godfrey from Bakersville, California, Stephen Rivera from Mill Hall, Pennsylvania, and Jacob Lavi from St. Charles, Missouri. Guys, if you have a fucked up name or your friend has a fucked up name for just the joke, please sign up just so we can read it. And then uh, I got this just in text message. Uh, Member Jeff says, Glory Hole Nicole should give Pinkham a BJ. And uh, I don't know why, but I agree. All right, guys. We support any consensual blowjobs. Any consensual blowjobs. And also, we support you guys because you guys support us. So thank you so much. Make sure you follow us. Make sure you come out to Ginny Springs for Memorial Day weekend. Make sure you come out that uh, Sunday night for the live viewing of the WWE Treasures with AJ Francis. Lost Arden. Treasures Lost on a and So we're going to be going to Ginny Springs Memorial Day weekend. Uh, we highly suggest you all get there early. Um no, I'm not paying for your admission in the park. And no, if you do some fucked up shit, you cannot tell them you're with me because I'm going to lie and say, I don't know that motherfucker. I don't care if you've been to my house a thousand times. I'm like, I've never seen him. Never mm-hmm. know, don't know who that is. Because you know there's going to be some dumb motherfucker like, yo, what up? I'm with my Busey. It's like, yo, well, my Busey doesn't own this park. Yeah. Here's and, the thing, guys. This uh, is a meetup. Con- this is a meetup. If you're a member, we're going to hook things up. We're going to have a good time every night from 8 p.m. Saturday. The and, gold member is yeah. going to get free food and free From Friday liquor. and Saturday, 8 p.m. till we shut it down, you're going to get free food and liquor uh, for gold members. So that's that's like a fucking, that's like a goddamn open bar buffet. And if you're, if you're 
shit. If you're Two not a member, a there's an upgrade. Hit us up. There's an upgrade to gold membership. You that's can an, upgrade. That's the back of the bus. Yeah. Up, go, you got to go to the back. Go. You start, you start moving your hands like this. Like, oh, he wants to upgrade. We got you for the upgrade. You'll come party. So we're going to save you a lot of money because out there, there ain't shit to get. If you mm-hmm. didn't bring it in, you ain't getting it. They got a gift shop and a fucking overpriced uh, store. They'll sell you everything from fucking snorkels to fucking sandwiches. But you're going to pay the piper. But we're going to take care of all the gold members. You come out that Friday and Saturday. We're going to be there Sunday, but we're going to be leaving Sunday before the sun goes down. And we'll be back at the Sausage Castle May 30th, Sunday, the night before actual Memorial Day. For gold Day. members. For gold members, we're going to be having a, a viewing party. Old Sausage let me Castle's be, let, going Hollywood. Let me be 100%. This viewing party is viewing. When that show's over at like 11 o'clock, Miguel's I'm like, get the the f- <laughs> y'all get the fuck out of here. I'm going to bed. Miguel's going to be hitting people with a broom like an old yeah. boy. Get out of here, motherfucker. All right, yeah, guys. Yeah, so yeah, we, what, it's time to go? It's time, bro. What? It's Fuck you. No, yeah. no, it isn't. Yes, it is. Well, guess what? We owe him fucking six hours, Miguel. Well, guess Plot what? Plot twist. Well, guys, on behalf of myself and Mike. Oh, hey, whoa, whoa, hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 hey. Chris got to go. Chris got to go. Hold on. Hold on. I got to think what else we No, got. you're done. No, guys, I guess, on no, behalf no, of myself. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, so we talked about the fucking. Uh, no, Mike, it is It is like two hour mark right what you, now. What is this? What do you, this? This is our company. What do you mean? done. What do you think? Apple says, oh, sorry, you're out of minutes. You can't fucking upload this podcast. You're over your two hour limit. Guys, we want to thank you so much. Three weeks. We want to thank you so much for listening. On behalf of myself and Mike Busey, Miguel's leaving. Miguel, Busey hey, show. I'm doing. I'm doing the show for six more hours. All right. So seriously, don't stop recording. I want to thank all. The, no, you can go. You can get out. You got. You got a normal life. What? Oh, who? Chris. Hold on. Hold on. I'm not done. Like Chris. The show's not done, guys. We it's, missed you. Miguel, you go, have go Chris back. Waking up at nine o'clock in the. You have him yeah. going home now. Yeah, to boats go and get hose. his clothes. Seventeen to go boats, on boats on a yacht with MattHornBlasters.com yeah, in Tampa. Yeah, and you were like, "I'm gonna let him get out of here early." We are. I just. I wasn't done with my thought. You cut me off. I'm. I'm, I'm gonna say. Think of anything else you need to ramble about. I don't know what I'll say. No, you can't be. I wasn't done with my thought. I've got to think about another no, thought. No, <laughs> there might be some announcements. I have some point <laughs> <There's> announcements. Nothing. <laughs> yes. Okay. So uh, we thank the new members. We uh, apologize. We do get busy. We did that. We had the, you know, I do blame it on Miguel. I'll take, I'll, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. Yeah. At least How, three times. I was like, you want this pocket? Mm. No. Yeah, boy. Look no. at the boys in the office. No. They know. They know. The Lord knows and, and the, the listeners know. Yeah. And I know and we know. <laughs> that, that's why I'm going to do four more hours right now. That's what's up. Chris, get out of here. <laughs> so we want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you for being a member. We've had an amazing Cinco de Mayo party. That video is streaming now exclusively on MikeBeachy.com. It is fire as fuck. Go watch the video. We just had a brand new The Adventures of Mike Busey, the 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 cartoon, uh, and which is actually a, an illustration of a podcast that we've done. So go watch that amazing content and all the other content and years and years of content. Watch the content and experience the content in person in real life here at the world famous sausage castle with us come party with us come to the meetups the weekends we're going to be doing all kinds of awesome great shit the rest of this year i'm fired the fuck up we got all kinds of great projects about the fucking drop don't forget a and e may 30th sunday at 10 p.m eastern standard time go watch wwe's lost treasures they come to the sausage castle and watch what happens i don't even know what's going to happen I don't even know. But all I know is we love you. We thank you. And did the cameras die? The middle one just did. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> we'll switch the camera then. Go back to the other camera. Jesus Christ. We can... 
All right, we got we, we got to go on a. We're gonna go film some stuff tomorrow, and we're gonna leave like at nine in the morning. Go to Tampa. It's like three in the morning right now. Okay, so we're gonna leave in a couple hours, yeah. and then we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna fucking be hanging out with our our dear crazy rich friend Matt Hornblasters dot com. Use the promo code Busey, and it's gonna get wild. And uh, we love you, and thank you guys so much. So on behalf of Mike Busey and Miguel Cologne Jr. and the rest of you motherfuckers. Thank you for listening, and tell a friend, and sign the fuck up. We'll see you next time. Bye. Goodbye.